so hot. That's hot. Um, Paris Hilton bringing her back to life. <laughs> Not that she died or anything, but. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Kevin. <laughs> What's going on, dude? A, how, how close should I have this mic to my mouth? I mean, good? yeah, that's good. that's good. I mean, you can you can do this if you want. You know, <sighs> it's a <laughs> it's up to you. But yeah, usually, like as long as you're in, you know, this general, you don't want to have it like, hey, hello, you know, it's, it's too far. Yeah, it's too far. Most some people, especially when you get like the bigger microphones, like when I have like the SM7Bs, uh-huh. they're so big right and they're so intimidating looking that people think oh so it's a ginormous mic i can just leave it all the way over here yeah but size doesn't always but size exactly so even with those you know ginormous microphones size it's how you use it Exactly. It's not the that's size of the boat. It's the motion in the ocean. That's what she said. <laughs> well, I guess we'll start officially. Um, this is the SOL podcast. I I had to just look. It's episode thirty-five. That's oh, what I was wow. just doing it's on my 35 phone. Thirty-five already. Thirty-five. Man. But I've been doing it's this for been... like way too long. I should have way more episodes, but what? I'm incompetent. Two years? Has it been two Probably. years? Uh. Yeah, shit. So let me let me see here on, on this your phone here. Um, so I okay. So I, I want to say I, it's I started. Why well, shit? I started putting these on online, not just on SoundCloud. Oh, uh, that's right. Summer of 2017. So yeah. So shit. It's probably about three years now at this okay. point. Okay. So about the same time as Pop Punk and Pizza, because that was yeah, that was 20, 2016. Yeah. 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 Well, I guess so, that's well. No, that's almost well. It would be four years if we were further into the year. But yeah, about three yeah. years. Yeah. So, so I guess I'll introduce you. Um, this is Jacques Lemaire. Is that am I saying that right? Is it Lemaire? Lemaire. <laughs> no. The Pop Pug and Pizza Podcast. This is so weird. Like, like being the one. I know. On a podcast I, instead of this is going to be the best sounding episode we've had so far because <laughs> we're using actual good good equipment <laughs> and not my uh, the voice memo app on my phone. Yeah, and uh, so we're using Jacques equipment, but also this is my show, bitch. Honestly, I can't thank you enough for doing this. Yeah, for having me on your podcast. I know we talked about it a long time ago. Yeah, but so. we live like basically on the other other side of the planet from each other. <laughs> I mean, if <laughs> on the other side of the planet of Illinois, that's exactly what every stereotypical Chicagoan says to me. They're like, I tell them, yeah, I live in, you know, I live in Bradley. I live in Mantino or Bourbon. I mean, they're all right around each other. And yeah. they're like, how far is that? I'm like, <laughs> like, it's an hour. If it's like out outside of like the immediate burbs, <laughs> we don't know what the fuck that even means. Yeah. So that's why. Uh, Mantino, my hometown, is also known as Mantucky, because it because <laughs> it might may as well to people from that live in the city may as well be Kentucky to them because it <laughs> very like, true. The, so you know that's always as like as far as I know, you live in Kentucky. So yeah, I live Mantucky. You had to cross several states to get. Here. Yeah, I did several <laughs> state lines, man. But uh, I hope customs was good to you. <laughs> on the way in. It was rough, let me <laughs> the, tell you. The state custom. What if there I, was uh, state customs? Oh, my God. Well, you know, if 
It, well, okay, with the whole weed thing, let's, uh, for, yeah, for instance, yes. that's very relevant right now. It's going to come, just like with same-sex marriage, it's going to come to a point where there's going to be a, I feel like, I could be wrong, I don't know a ton of shit about this stuff, because I don't smoke weed, and I haven't, like, read up on the laws a bunch or anything, but... Sure. Like... <laughs> <laughs> but it will come to a point, I feel like, where federal law will kick in on that, don't you think? I don't know. Yeah, but smoking I've is th- different than same-sex marriage, obviously, but... No, they're exactly the same. <laughs> Are they? <laughs> wow, I just, my whole world has been opened up. Here's, here's what I say about that. They're both awesome. I mean... So they're both the same in how, that sense. I just, <laughs> I just feel like eventually federal law will be like, okay, let's just make this a thing. And, but like I said, I am not, I'm not very political... <laughs> Neither I'm am just, I. So we should we should actually move on to a different topic. <laughs> I'm just before I, this becomes two idiots talking about shit they don't know true. anything about. <laughs> I okay, I will say one last thing. I guess the reason why I say that is because, you know, state after state started making same sex marriage legal, right? Yeah. It just kept on happening. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the same thing's gonna happen with marijuana. Yeah. You know? Very true. So Yeah. It's it just, is uh it is legal here now. <laughs> There you go. So that's just kind of like that's why that's where that comes from. That's why I said that. I'm really happy. So. That's my favorite app on my phone. Is that horn? That's pretty sweet. You know that horn is like all about the. <laughs> <laughs> that's like the club, right? That's like what yeah. what all the DJs had in their songs yeah, forever ago. It's just the dumbest thing. This is this is fun though. I'm I'm glad to, I'm glad we're doing yeah, this. Yeah, dude. I I've my favorite podcasts are the ones where like the people will like just talk. Oh so, yeah! Oh yeah! So I, I like. Well, we've known each other for so long now. It's so easy to. I do know that, it's so. it's crazy. It doesn't seem like that long, but it when you think of it, it's like when, fuck. when you go back. Yeah, because um, I mean, because I'm already thinking about like okay, so guardrails already been a thing for almost six, six years. Yeah, this will be the sixth year that guardrail existed in some way, shape, or form. Right, and we've known each other for about seven. Yeah, right. Because because or eight, you, you guys probably about eight. Because projection, I remember played Save Yourselves CD release show in like 2013. And right at the and time, I'd already kind of known you a little bit. Yeah, and I was trying to think. So I knew, probably met around 2012. I think. Probably, I was thinking towards the end yeah. of 2012, probably. But yeah. we definitely, I think we actually first met face to face in 13. Yeah. If I remember Probably, correctly, yeah. but I think we had known each other online previously, but we didn't maybe like actually introduce ourselves in person right. until 2013. I'm really glad you weren't a catfish. <laughs> you were who you said you were online. <laughs> I had someone uh, say that to me the other day, and I'm like, eh, I'm pretty sure I'm not catfish. <laughs> Wait, no. There are people that you meet on, you, 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 you like know online, and then you meet them in real life, and you, you're like, do I introduce myself? Or Yeah, I had... I had added someone on Facebook. This would have been back in the fall sometime. Mm-hmm. And it, I, I guess I added her on Facebook maybe like a week before this show okay. that I went to. And there was like the day after the show. She's like, were you at <laughs> that show last night? And I was like, yeah. Because I hadn't actually spoken to her at all, even though we were oh. Facebook friends, you know. And she messaged me. She's like, did I see you at that show last night? I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I was there. 
And she's like, huh. <laughs> so like I thought that that was you. It's like, I know there was like some random guy that just added me on Facebook. He's at this show. Yeah. And lo and behold, I was. So. I, I just, I had, the, I think, uh, something similar like that where, um, it, you know, much the same, right? Those guys. I, I mean, I know them. No, but no, I don't. of them at least. Yeah. Um, but their, their singer, uh, Chris just like added me on Facebook one day and he's mm-hmm. just like, Hey, you guys are awesome. I'm like, fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> I, awesome. I he, think we talked about this the last time we were. Yeah. He's, out. Cause he's friends with, uh, you know, Nick Diener from yes. the Swellers who'd like recorded us. They and just stuff like did that. their record there. So their yeah. newest and one. We just did ours as well. So, yeah. um, so he, I, I think Nick was probably talking about us being that we're both like kind of skate punk bands from mm-hmm. Chicago. So he turned us on to, each other, I guess. I, I I'd I'd known much the same since you know high school and and whatnot, and um, so it was kind of interesting. That I was like, holy shit, it's kind of cool. He came to me. <laughs> That's really but, cool. But we've been That's like so social media homies for like the better part of this year. Yeah. And then I went to the uh, 350 fest where they were playing, and yeah, that was uh, a honestly I, I hadn't heard of them till 350, uh, dude, and yeah. I really really liked them. They're so good, yeah. and I. I I saw uh, him at the merch table. I went up. I'm mm-hmm. like, "Hey, man!" And he's like, "Hey!" I was like, uh, "Kevin from Guardrail." He's like, "Yeah, I know." I'm like, <laughs> "Okay." Like, I, I knew you probably knew, but uh, like, we've never seen each other in person. Like, some, yeah. sometimes you see someone in person, you're like, "Oh, that's what they look like in real life," you know? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. not you know. I am a lot fatter in real life than my <laughs> photos. I'm always, really good at. You the always angles. see people post that online too. They're like, just so you know, fatter in real life, <laughs> or whatever. That should, be the, that should be the uh, title of my yeah. my memoirs. Or they say uglier in real life, <laughs> or whatever. Because you know, everyone uses all those fucking filters now. Oh yeah, you they don't. The person doesn't even look like what they actually look like in real life. Hashtag no filter. Yeah, exactly. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, so when i was when i was starting to kind of touch it before was like a lot of my favorite podcasts are the ones where mm-hmm. you just sort of like yeah you have a topic a main topic but yeah. you just sort of you just sort of talk and that's what this I was i haven't seen you in a bit yeah I'm catching uh, up i think 350 yeah was the last time probably actually. which was in august. august i don't think no i haven't seen you since then <clears throat> so yeah, there's yeah been like one or two shows like, that you had gone to and then you're like are you going to that? I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah, we. you were at a show last versa. night that I would have loved to have gone to. It was a really great local yes. show. You had Parker and Lights Over Bridgeport and... Mm-hmm. and um, Bad Planning Bad and planning. Bury Me in Lights. Yes. Uh, Solid Never, lineup. Never Better was going to play, but they had to bail because Mike was sick, apparently. Was that a last-minute bail? Yeah. I was going to say, they were supposed to play, mm-hmm. but... They they had to bail yesterday, like the day like out, unfortunately. Sick? apparently sick enough to have to miss a show because he... um, I didn't see him post anything online about that. I did. You weren't looking. I guess I didn't see it. Come on, man. wasn't looking long enough, but... But it would have been cool because I I saw them play, I think, their first show. Mm. And I was like, damn, this is awesome. It's like, it's, it's, you know, not to shit on Talk To You Never, but it was like a step up from that, I think. Mm -hmm. Like, they're they're going in the right direction. So I was was stoked to see them again and... It's kind of a bummer that uh, that they didn't. But they've it, been a band for almost a year now, or about a year, pretty much. Yeah, I think. Which is funny because, um, like, speaking of them, it's it's kind of a bummer that they they were on this show and then had to bail because they were one of the bands that I was. They were like on my list of people to hit up about Snooze Fest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like, well, damn. Talk, talk to you never played a couple of years ago. Yeah, yeah, they played the second year. Yeah, 
And this is now year four of this fucking show. Wow. Four years already. Yeah. It's kind of... It's it's like I, I'm I'm pretty stoked because it's it's grown a little bit each year too. You know, last year just, was was the best. Yeah, last year as was far as sick. because you know the the year that you brought me into it, which thank you by the way for mm-hmm. continuing to do that, and um, I'm really stoked to be there again um, this year. We just like you is all. <laughs> well, it means a lot. It really does because I always have a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, just. And, you know, getting on the stage a few times and just talking to everybody or just hanging out at the show, honestly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, with your pizza pajamas. <laughs> with my pizza pajamas. Um, but the second year, it was, I guess, well, it was the venue, too, though. The venue was so big. Yeah, so the first two years we had it at Wire. Yeah, in, and Wire is a, a good size place. Yeah, and the the reason I had it there the first Two years is just just because you know I knew the guy that used to be the main uh, like booking guy there, Eddie, and um, you know he's great dude, great friend of mine, and uh, you know he's he, he he now works for a nonprofit, so he's like super into like that whole kind of thing. The first year it wasn't even a <coughs> a, a benefit show, but it ended um, up. Well, no, you're right; it wasn't a benefit. Yeah, the first at all. year it was, was just, just sort of like, like whatever. Hey, let's wear our pajamas and uh-huh. and rock uh, out. Yeah, and the first year was very much like experimental as fuck. Like mm-hmm. I had bands of all different genres. Yeah, and like stand-up well, comics, I think too. Did was you have the, was that the first at... year or was it the second year? I don't no, remember. you did have. You didn't have any comedy when I was there, so it was, okay, the, first so it was the first year. year. Just the first year. Yeah, but yeah, you really like you had you know the the. Uh, you know, hardcore or whatever the hell you want to call it, metalcore or whatever the fuck. Yeah, we had like speaking with ghosts and Tanzan and yeah. stuff like that, and then we're just it, it was it was awesome. But it, it, I, I, and I tried to sort of mix it together. So when we put the lineup together and like the schedule, kind of have it be like, you know, like a punk band and then a metal band and then a punk band and then a metal band. But like, mm-hmm. uh, excuse me, um, they, I, I, I felt like with that sort of dynamic, I felt like the the people that were there for the punk bands went up and watched the punk bands and then when the metal bands were on they went and sat down and yeah it was like well that's how it yeah, is when you I go mean, to any show or festival that's like that you know the 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 punk kids usually right. stick with the punk bands and, and vice versa yeah you know? so that's why when we so. when we did it the second time around um we wanted to keep it more on the punk side because, like, we're a punk band. So we're like, all right, let's keep it to more bands that are a little more sonically like us, mm-hmm. um, or at least in the same realm, just because, yeah. uh, just, just to make it an overall, like, something that if someone's a fan of this band, they will be a fan of all the bands. Yeah. And I mean, you, you have, you do cross the line a little bit, but just not as mm-hmm. extreme because, like, you know, you had Oceans Over Airplanes play that second year. Yeah, yeah. And they're, they were more on the, the indie rock realm, yeah, you know. Yeah, um, which uh, they're so. now called Park and Main. Yes. They, or I don't know if it's still technically what they're... I don't know if they just changed their name or if it's a completely new band or what, but it's like the same dudes for It's the most mainly... Part. I mean, it's it's Tony, and I can't remember the drummer's name, but it's the same yeah, drummer. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, so after that second year, Eddie stopped booking a wire because he he got a job working with the nonprofit and stuff like that and, that's a tough place to book too yeah exactly it's no it's no offense. technically the suburbs yeah no offense and, to, um, against uh anyone at wire but 
My grandma is calling me <laughs> right now. Should we? Can we talk to your grandma on the podcast? No, she's probably. She'd be like, "What is a podcast?" What I tried to podcast? explain to her what a podcast was like fairly recently. I'm like, "It's like a radio show, but it's like on the internet, and it's just sort of like it's not like live broadcasted." And she was just like, "Oh." Cool. Like well, how, how she also doesn't even own a computer. So yeah, usually how I explain it to people, um, and most people get this by now because Netflix has been around a while. But I say yeah. it's pretty much like like Netflix except audio. Like you've okay, got, yeah, that's a good way to you put know it. it's on demand. Yeah, is pretty much you can listen to it anytime you want. You can pause it anytime you want. <laughs> yeah, you can come back to it. You know that's kind of how Netflix is. You know you uh-huh. got all these TV shows, all these movies. And, you know, with, like, podcasts, you got all different genres of podcasts, you know? Yeah, I so. have just been immersed in podcasts over the last, like, two years. When I, I got the everybody job, has. When I got the job that I have now, because I always had one, but I never really listened to them that much. You know? Right. Like, so, like, I don't know. I'd listen to Joe Rogan here and there. That was about it. But mm-hmm. um, And then, like, the Lead Singer Syndrome podcast. But the, that was about it. But then I got the job that I had now. And when I first got hired there, I was just working in a warehouse. Yeah. So I was just boxing up lampshades and shit. So I just had my headphones on. I'm like, I can listen to some podcasts. So I just started mm-hmm. diving in. They're a beautiful And I discovered thing. that every comedian that I'm into is has got their podcast. own podcast. So <laughs> yeah. it was it was great. So now I'm just like, there's too many. I can't listen to them all. That's so now the I problem. have to kind of pick and choose with a lot of them. Yeah. And be like, all right, like, you know, like like with Joe Rogan. I can't listen to every Joe Rogan episode. He puts out four in a week sometimes. and Well, and sometimes they're, what, three hours long, aren't yeah, they? So yeah, so I just kind of pick and choose by the guests and whatnot. Yeah, and yeah. I think that's what almost most people do with podcasts. They don't mm-hmm. go through all of them. Sometimes they do, Yeah, but they just do kind of pick and choose. I, I know there's people that do that with... Right. With uh, Pop Punk and Pizza, for sure, because mm-hmm. I've talked to them. They're like, yeah, I just kind of skip around the ones I like. And it makes sense, you know. So. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, I guess so So last year we ended up doing it at Shuba's. And, uh, and that was much better was of great. a venue because the size. When yeah, you it's, have, a smaller, it's a smaller room, so it's, it's intimate. more intimate. Yeah. Yes, and that totally changes the vibe of, because if you can't fill whatever, you know, cap – you know, wire was five hundred or more. Yeah, dude, it's fuck. It, 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 I think. I think the other thing too is wire is so tall. <laughs> oh yeah, the the ceiling is so enormous because it, it was like an old movie theater or something, something like back that. In yeah. The day. So so yeah, so that's like, you know, it, it's a great venue. I love wire, and but it was just for for what we were trying to do. It just was like a, a smaller room just worked better. Yeah. And last year was, you know, very very much proved that point because it was just like straight up like it was it was definitely my favorite of the three mm-hmm. and we just yeah, uh, mine too. yeah the, the the room was great everyone was you know kind of packed in there and it was it was a full house it was it was awesome and all the bands were great everyone was hanging out with each other and we had just like this row of merch tables because we had so many bands oh last my year gosh, too. that was intense that was yeah. Uh, we had we ended up with ten bands and yeah. Well, of course we've scaled it or you scaled it back. Yeah, we scaled it back to eight. Yeah, because because we I was talking with Shuba's um, for like, this this time around. We're not like, doing hey, that so, bullshit again, yeah. there, <laughs> Kevin. Well, there you know as awesome as it was, um, it, it was just such a long show because there was it, ten it bands. Was. Yeah, and like each band only played like twenty five minutes, but then. 
just to try and cut down on some of that, like, uh, I think they put it as, like, concert fatigue, you know? You're seeing all these bands, it's almost like a sensory overload, because it's like, you know, just, a lot of times, too, if you're just going there and you know one or two of the bands and you're seeing eight that you don't know. Well, and, and Guardrail, Guardrail headlined, well, yeah. you've headlined every year, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, by the time you get on stage, you're yeah. probably, like... <laughs> Even yourself, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. And the show did end up because getting a little behind schedule too. So yeah, by the time we went on, it was a Sunday night, and we were going on at like eleven. It was late, so yeah, it yeah. Was, so it we was kind late. of so this year we they were like, you know, why don't we cut it back to seven or eight? And I was like, cool. So we cut it back to seven full bands and one acoustic. So, um, which is kind of how it was the first two years. It was seven band full full bands and was one it acoustic. Seven? I remember it um, so was so it was, uh, it was eight total. The second year it was Phoenix. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she, AKA well, Little Crown. Little. I was gonna say. I was trying to remember her her uh, group name. Yeah. No. The first year. Name, the first Crown. year I had the Jades, and the second year we had uh, Little Crown. I really last enjoyed year we didn't Little do an Crown. Act at all. We I just, wish. I wish uh, she would still. I don't think she does stuff anymore. No, does she? she doesn't. She just put yeah. out that. Um, she put out like two songs, and then she put another random single. That I was in the music video for chugging vodka. Oh yeah, that was a fun video. <laughs> yeah, that was great. We just basically, I think it was the Fourth of July. Like Kitty pools and, and shit, right? Yeah, it was the Alex Eric. He put up a yes. He he filmed that thing and he was just shooting us, just being ridiculous. And uh, you know, Dave Gomez was there too. Yes. And yes, uh, Joe Cus from World War Me was there and. It looked like a fun it was, time. Yeah, it was a little. It was. A, it was a good time. And I, <laughs> a he goes, "All right, I'm gonna film you like taking a swig of vodka." And I just started going glug glug. And, I, and I then hear, you're like, "Wait!" While I'm doing it, I'm like, "This hurts, but it's gonna be a great shot." And I hear him going, "Oh my god!" <laughs> I was like, "All right, that's no more of that." That reminds me of when I was in the projection and we made the music video for "Trying to Forget," mm-hmm. and. Um, there was a lot of cham- champagne chugging oh, okay. in that video, and so like by by like the middle of shooting it or whatever, I was was pretty toasted <laughs> <laughs> with from the from the champagne. Yeah, it was shit. pretty funny. Yeah, I so I've been doing for the past few years. Um, you know, people do dry January. They don't, yes, they don't drink. Yeah, and people do it in. Uh, November too, I think. Or I, I saw I, some sober people. October. So that's what it was. Sober which October. They, they've been doing that, like Joe Rogan and uh, Burt Kreischer, Tom Segura. Are they, are, are are they the guys they, that kind of push that? I you think, think? I think so. Because because they were calling it sober October for Octo- for Burt Kreischer, because <laughs> uh, <laughs> huh. he's like the main big drinker in that group. But gotcha. Um, but they were doing like no weed, no alcohol, no nothing. Oh damn! But yeah, I know a lot of people do that for January. Mm-hmm. Yeah, starting and so so off. I started doing it, and but I was like, nah. But Snooze Fest is in January, so did you do it last year? So what I've been doing the past couple of years is what I call damp January. <laughs> so <laughs> damp. So because... there'll be like I'll pick maybe two occasions tops where I'll I'll have a, a couple of drinks. Mm-hmm. So Snooze Fest is always the one. You ever wonder if like the top. CEO of like Jack Daniels or whoever the hell owns yeah. Jack Daniels. Do you think they drink? Wouldn't it be funny if they're dry? That would be weird. That would be like, but I wouldn't be it. shocked. You know what I mean? Like yeah, running. Uh, you, you might get sick of it. Running a business of that consists of alcohol. I wouldn't be yeah. surprised if that person is actually, in fact, 
you know, straight edge, straight edge, or at least does not drink. Yeah, you know, makes sense. I can see that. That's but also, really off topic. It would be weird, but it's just random thought. But yeah, so <laughs> so I've been I've been starting that this month, and we're only what five days in. And yeah, it's January fifth, dude. Mm-hmm. Yesterday I had I didn't have any anything to drink, alcohol wise, but I had. What are you drinking now? Water. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't sure. <laughs> yeah, it's in this cute little glass that says uh, "Follow Your Dreams" on it with a narwhal. But um, hey, a narwhal knows knows best. Exactly. But no, I had just so much caffeine yesterday for some reason. That's <laughs> right. I feel hungover from the caffeine because I had two coffees and three Red Bulls yesterday. Yeah, that's that messes you up, man. And I always feel yeah. that crash if I've had too much coffee in a day. Yeah. I fe- I feel a crash, man. But then I also just like, I think I got some allergy thing going on because I just I woke up in the middle of the night just like back in my throat just phlegmy shit these... and I just like couldn't swallow very well. And I was like, what the fuck, man? It's probably really dry, you know. Yeah, in well, here too. Maybe we we have a humidifier in our room, yeah. but okay. like, um, just with the the way the weather's just been going up and down, up and down. That's what it is. Fucks me up. Yeah, it's screwing everybody up. I think everyone's getting colds and things like that from yeah. the the drastic temperature changes you know so but yeah i mean the show that i was at last night with uh we can we can use this as our uh transition into uh the first band on the snooze fest lineup yes um so yeah so so snooze fest is i guess we'll talk for a second just about that so it's it's next sunday the 12th at shuba's uh you can get tickets at lh dot no shit dash. I fucked up already lh-st.com for Lincoln Hall Shuba's Tavern um, it's 10 bucks in advance or 15 at the door the proceeds benefit the Allison Cares Foundation again which we did last year as well and that was great having um, Allison's mom Jennifer out mm-hmm. there yeah um, it, was, it was really cool we ended up last year raising a little over 1500 bucks so we're hoping to do something similar this year you know maybe it really, we'll beat it it really helped out yeah let's hope we beat it um yeah it's, it's 18 plus starts uh doors are four show starts at 4 30 and uh we actually randomly uh secured a bunch of sponsors last minute out of nowhere um we got the reader uh we got deep eddie vodka we got pb <coughs> excuse me pbr and uh metric coffee I mean, PBR is a perfect sponsor because, like, every venue that, you know, books punk rock shows, usually the free beer you get <laughs> is PBR. Yeah, that is the, the beer of the uh, the punk rock scene. It really is. Basically. And it has been for years. Yeah. yeah years. Exactly. So, we, yeah, we're really stoked that all of them, like, signed on, like, very last minute, like, three days ago. It was, like, Thursday, um, I think it was. I think we, we were got word of we got word of the first two, uh, or maybe it was Wednesday. Or no, it was Wednesday night. Um, we got word of the f- first two, which were Reader and Deep Eddie. And Reader is like, you know, for those of you who don't know, it's like you know, publication out here, and um, so they're going to be promoting it a lot, which is awesome. Getting some promo help from them, and then uh, Deep Eddie Vodka, which is cool as fuck. They they do a lot of sponsorships with a lot of the music things out here like they're they're a riot fest sponsor they they sponsored like rubido fest and stuff and a lot of the street festivals and whatnot and 
Um, that's awesome. Man. So it's cool. And then, you. and then we started making all the advertisements that we needed for that. And then they're like, Hey, so we got a couple more. So we got PBR and, and metric coffee. I'm like, Dude, Oh, that's I'm so happy. There's a coffee sponsor for snooze fest. <laughs> right? It's perfect. It is perfect. You so. just need a like miss. Oh, well, no, that would be for, well, the one year, the second year you guys had, you were making pancakes. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, was thinking, like, right. this I is forgot a, about but, that. Buttersworth or, Aunt Jemima. Yeah, that would that would be a goal. And we're we should try and do something like that for next year. Now that we have these kind of locked in for this year, hopefully mm-hmm. it just like it does well and they just are, you know, ready for next year. And we can yeah. maybe get a Mrs. Buttersworth uh, <laughs> sponsorship or get Ego involved or some shit. Ooh, you know? that would be good. Get those uh, those waffles flowing. <laughs> yeah, you know, get some es- waffle irons, especially out there with like marijuana now being legal oh, fuck even yeah. <laughs> you know people get hungry and yeah of course shubas they do have food there yeah exactly. and it is good i think i had a burger there last year i think is what i ate so i guess the first uh artist on the lineup is a band i saw last night uh parker and uh they are Pop Punk and Pizza alums. They are. I, I was funny. I really enjoyed that episode with with them for sure. It's one of my all time favorite episodes. Um, number like I even have it memorized. Well, I I just listened to it actually on the way here. Cause, oh, nice. Because it is one of my favorites, and they are playing Snooze Fest. But uh-huh. yeah, number seventy one of Pop Punk and Pizza. They were on. Uh, it was December of eighteen. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that was gosh, that was so much fun, and I was literally laughing out loud in the car on the way here listening to it because <laughs> yeah. some of the things they were saying were just making me laugh. Was, I was listening to that. I remember I was out driving around door dashing and listening to that, and I was I was giggling too. They're, they're, they're silly motherfuckers. But. Yeah, Devin and 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 Patrick being brothers, you know, there's yeah, you know, they got that bond going on, but mm-hmm. the other guys too. It was yeah. funny because okay, so I saw them last night, and this is the first time I actually saw them like full on four piece band because the only time I ever saw them was I saw I, I don't even think I saw their whole set, but um, uh, this past February, uh, we opened up for Jared Reddick from Bowling for Soup. Yeah. And we just did like the stripped down kind of set, and Alyssa played cello, and Doug only had like kick, snare, and a one cymbal or something like that, and then like some other percussive stuff, you know, like you know maracas and shakers and shit. And we just we were just we didn't have any acoustic guitars, so we just had clean channels and reverb and stuff. So it, it went really, it was really cool. So we were playing that in the main room of Reggie's, and then. In the the other side, in the was it the the rock room or the music joint? Or, no, the rock room is the rock, main one. Rock, room rock is club, the main one. rock club is the main run one, and the music joint is the the, the bar, restaurant, restaurant bar yeah. side. Yeah. And uh, so on that side, it was like Eddie and the Arsons and um, and Parker and a couple other bands. So we we saw Parker doing their thing, but their drummer was like really sick. So. Devin played drums and sang at the same time. Oh yeah, he's a that. drummer. Yes. So that was that was interesting. So that was the only time I ever actually saw them. And so last night I got to see them like for real and I was like I was blown away. They were like so fucking tight. Who was playing drums for them? Last night. It wasn't Trevor cuz I I, I I don't know. I just read Trevor is not with the band anymore. Oh, interesting. So I, I do w- know I was wondering who They were saying that um they're, it's kind of f- funny that it's timed this way, but I guess that this week they're announcing they're they're like changing their name and shit. They they had talked about that um, 
not when I had him on the podcast, but when I ran into Devin mm-hmm. at at another event, or maybe I was talking to him on online. He mm-hmm. was talking about they were trying to figure out Parker because there's some other artists out there's there just, that are attached the, to it. When I would try to find them on Spotify and stuff, it's um, impossible. Yeah, I searched. You search Parker, and it's just like there's so many people whose first names are Parker, last names are Parker. Uh, and just, then there's other acts that are just Parker. Yeah, exactly. Them. There's like was, some rapper named Parker that I, yeah. that comes up always, and I'm like, nope, that's not it. So it's it's rough. So I I could see why that would be like an issue. Mm-hmm. So yep. Um, so yeah, Did, I, they I, didn't I, announce the name. At not the show, yet. I right? think they Devin said, said to... that he told me last night that they were going to announce that like on Tuesday. Oh, cool. So he was just he was just telling me um, about that. So what I mean, we'll. We'll see. This should probably be, this should probably be out around Monday or Tuesday. But mm-hmm. um, so yeah, we'll we'll see what they come up with. Yeah, I'm excited. And I love uh, those. I love those guys, and I love Deb, and he's just such a such a super talented artist yeah, all dude, around. Yeah, all around, dude. All, all the the illustrations and the graphic design shit on top of their music ability is just like holy shit. <laughs> yeah, like yep. I wish. That was me, but yeah, Devin and and Pat make make quite the writing yeah duo yeah their songs last night every single song was just like hell yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> every song they played was just it was super that's that's why i because i listened to them here and there on on spotify and whatnot and i like them a lot but just actually watching them play and they're just like you know spot on light and they the show last night had a lot of technical difficulties there i think there was some sort of electrical problem or something with one every side because it was always the that one side of the stage it was like stage right so like bad plannings, bass player had some some fucking issues. Oh, then Barry Me and Lights's guitarist had issues, and then uh, Patrick's guitar was having issues. So they just kept Patrick and Devin kept switching off playing guitar. They just kept <laughs> handing the guitars back and forth <laughs> for the song. So then like one of them would not have an instrument on them for a song, and then hmm. they would just go back yeah. and forth. Well, with that. you know, you just work through it. That's good. Yeah. And that, the, that kind of <laughs> shit just messes me up live. It it really does. It's hard for me to like find the solution. It just usually just screws me up and I don't Dude, know what to we, do. <laughs> Guardrail had uh, like, I guess I'll go off on this little tangent, but Guardrail had a, a show that was just, we just had called it the, the technical difficulty show because we played this show. It was maybe, it was like two or three days after we did our, CD release show for Par at Best. So this was way back when, like, you know, Stephanie was still drumming for us. Mike Nichols was still in the band, and uh, and we still had our old bass player Kevin. And um, so we just signed on for this this stupid like battle of bands thing to play, um, uh, what the fuck, Summerfest. In oh yeah. And Drew Neely and the Heroes ended up winning that. Yes, but I remember uh, that. But yeah, so. We hate Battles of the Bands. Like we did that Bayside online thing because we're just like ah fuck it, it's an online thing. But we that were like, was... <laughs> that that could be a whole other oh podcast my in itself. Gosh. But um, they were from Iowa, right? The band that won. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm not even gonna. We'll just gonna say, drop their name. We'll just but, say like, that. But yeah, <laughs> and the way I saw it too was like they didn't, you know, being that there are so many bands here. Like I made a playlist of like a hundred bands from here that put out music just this past year. And so there was, so, there was 50 something bands that were on that Bayside uh, contest. And like, yeah. you know, they, they allowed bands that weren't from like they, regional. They, they, it was, yeah. It was like, the, if 
they weren't playing in their city. It was the closest one. So mm-hmm. the way I kind of saw it was the the fact that there's all these bands here and you can only vote for one a day. The people that live here, even if they did like a lot of these bands, they'd be like, well, I guess I'll vote for this one. I guess I'll vote for this one. But then this band had their whole fucking hometown voting for them. Yeah, and if you, you think know? about it, the market they're in, mm-hmm. it's not fucking Chicago. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like you're, it was like you're very just saying, weird that it was just like... You've got all these great bands here in Chicago, was, and then where the hell, whatever the fuck, Iowa. I, look, I, mean, I looked from where their hometown was to to Bottom Lounge was like 250 miles away. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yikes. So the local band contest had to drive for five hours to get here <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's very yep. interesting yep. i mean whatever it was fine i went to that show i ended up not seeing that band completely <laughs> by accident because we were in the we were Just eating late. in the room and in the, in the the bar side of bottom lounge and uh-huh. they went on and we were still like waiting for our check and by the time the guy oh, got damn. back to us with the checks and then we gave him the cards and mm-hmm. then he brought the cards back they were done <laughs> so oh and I don't think they even filled their whole set time. Which I was like, "Are they done That's already?" Weird. Very weird. But huh. I digress. Anyway, but, <laughs> but so back to that the the technical difficulty show. So um, so they sign. They're just like, "Hey, we want you guys to play this," and we're like, "All right." And he's like, "So here's what we're gonna judge you on," and we're like, "No, we don't give a fuck. We're just there to mm-hmm. heart, hang out and party, and have a good time." And so it was it. Um, it, was, it was right after Mojo's became The Forge. So I was just oh, curious right. to see what it looked like. That was the main reason why we said, I'm like, I just want to see what this place what, is like what, now. What if they, yeah, they've done um, anything to it. The Forge, as I <laughs> like to call it. Um, so, Frenchify it. So, we, so Ken couldn't make that show. And we're like, I mean, it's fine. It's a, it's a whatever show. We'll just play with one guitarist. That's fine. Um, it, it was a, he, he had some family thing. And we're just like, ah, eh, whatever. We'll just still do it to the four of us. So, um, Mike kept having trouble with shit becoming like there's something wrong with his pedal board or something like that. Um, and then he he thought he fixed it, and then we were playing "You're Fired," and there's this uh, the the build up to the last like kind of breakdowny jam out part. Mm-hmm. He jumped and kicked his pedal board and just kicked the power supply out of one of the pedals, which knocked everything out. So it was just bass and drums just going bow, 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 bow. And we're just like, what is happening? <laughs> and we're just cracking up. And then he finally said, fuck it. I'll, uh, I'll just unplug and just go straight into my, into my amp, oh which my didn't God. have the best distortion on it. So it was, it was very weird, but then he ended up unplugging himself from the fucking amp once or twice because he oh. flails around like an animal so much. He does, yeah. And <laughs> we're just like, oh my god, one thing after another. So were you guys just so, like, okay, so the let's last just song, stop. one of the other bands ran up and gave him a distortion pedal. He's like, fucking hell yeah! Halfway through that song, he fucking unplugs it from the distortion, or yeah, from that distortion. Oh we were gosh. just cracking up, laughing, and we were we were just one thing after another. Yeah, it it was amazing, and then we got second place. Hey, <laughs> at least contest. you got second. You I was know. like, what the fuck? Drew Neely, man. Yeah, you know, he he uh he took a well deserved first place on that, but yeah. hell yeah, technical difficulties. But yeah, back on track, Parker. The Parker. band, the band slams. So, so when I asked them to play the show, 
The first band I asked was Bad Planning because Alex and I have been talking about doing this for a long time. He They wanted to be on last year. There was just no room. But I was like, you know, that, but next year, though. And then he does a fest in his garage that we can talk about later when we actually talk about them. So I, I hit them up, and Alex was like, yeah, dude, I'm down. I'm like, sick. So the next one on my list was Parker. And I hit them up, and Devin was like, we have a show the weekend before. I, would that be an issue? I was like... Uh, it might like being that you're playing with Reggie's, they they might have a problem with that. I don't know. Like who else is on that show? And he told me and bad planning was on that show. And I was like, God damn it, Alex, you didn't tell me about this. Yeah. Which is fine. Whatever. Those, it, they'll still, they'll when still I, when draw. I was booking shows, that kind of shit pissed me off all the time. <laughs> uh, so, so he told me like the other bands that were on the show. I was like, fuck, I was going to ask all of those bands to be on yeah, this. Right. I was going to ask lights over Bridgeport and bury me in lights and never better to play. So I was like, ah, yeah, I don't want to have more than one band playing both of these shows. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, if you really need an, another band or something like that, you know, Patrick and I would be down to just do like an acoustic set. And and he said like a, uh, a bedtime story set. And I was like, <laughs> okay, that'd be kind of a cool way to start it off. Like, I'll they're let both, you know, like they're both dads. <laughs> exactly. I mean, so I'm like, yo, out. so if, if we end up needing another band, uh, you know, I'll, I'll keep you guys in mind. So we're like, all right, cool. Yeah. And then, you know, we, this year we just had a lot of bands like confirm or almost confirm and then end up not, being able to it was mm-hmm. it was very much a headache this year and I, and I feel bad because there were a lot of bands that were like asking me about it and i was like well i'm still waiting to hear back from these bands and then a lot of those bands kind of went you know it just went mia or something like that I, I had a few bands that were just like yeah we're down let me just like make sure we're all good for it and then i just never heard from them yeah. again and i was like fuck well, i think it's a i think it's a really solid lineup this year. yeah though. i'm very happy so. with how it ended up coming out yeah um there's just a lot of headaches in the process this year, sure. but but that'll be a cool way to open up the show. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll they'll, I mean, they played acoustic on that pop punk and pizza podcast. Yeah, and being about. that I had heard so. that, I knew that they were capable of doing a really good acoustic act because you know sometimes a band does an acoustic set and it's just them and an acoustic guitar and it's they they never really rehearse it or whatever. But those guys are so awesome that hearing them just do it on your podcast, I'm like, oh, being in an actual venue is gonna be great so yeah it's gonna be awesome so and you can yeah you can get a taste of that if you uh if you listen to 71 of pop punk and pizza, exactly so, yeah. so i'm i'm gonna be inserting songs into here um you can just pretend that i'm doing this live but um <laughs> just for the listeners that you like you i'm speaking to you the listener just be like wow they're doing this they're so well put together i'm gonna edit this um, on garage band as soon as Jacques leaves here but um i'm gonna play a song from parker um, and I'm also going to take a pee break. So, um, <laughs> so I'm going to play the song, my prayer. Do you um, need me to hold the cup? Um, <laughs> you can, um, yeah, my prayer is a really good song. They played it last night. It's awesome. Um, none of their stuff's on Spotify anymore because probably because of this name change thing. I don't, and yeah, I don't know if they've taken it off yet, but either way it was it, really it's hard gone. to find. I, it's it's it gone. gone. I, I okay. tried to find it. I haven't looked in a while. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. but yeah, here's uh, Parker with My Prayer. And here is my. Yeah. 
but I'm not a seven I'm a broken heart with lots of pretending This was not the answer to my prayer A lot of pee you Feeling good now? I feel so much lighter no, I, did you did you weigh? Did you have a scale? Did no, you I don't. You should see. I should have. So the next band on the on the lineup is the Magnifiers, which I am not super familiar with. Okay, so I wasn't either until this summer. I, I had actually never heard of them, but um, so this past summer they actually played um, Alex Crook's little like garage fest thing. Okay, and I, I saw them play there, and I thought they were really cool. And I don't know. If they're all siblings or or not, but there's oh, a really? bunch of siblings in that band. Wow, that's cool. Um, and their drummer is, I think, only thirteen or something like that. So, Damn. Uh, so I had to ask Shuba, is like, is it cool if we have him here because it's the eighteen and over show? Oh, right. But <coughs> so what? A, <coughs> what's, oh my god, what's their policy on that? So I I had asked Shuba's and I was like, so is it cool? Like th- they can have a parent there if needed or something like that, you know. And they're just like, oh, it's cool. Is it th- so they their rule is just like he can't go in the green rooms at all, where there's like, you know, yeah, because there's stuff, no su- you know? there's supervision. There's no supervision. Yeah, there. they don't they don't want minors in the green room. So yeah, like, that cool. makes sense. So, so but yeah, they're they're really cool, and um, their their uh, guitar player, I believe, uh, Elliot, he books and runs a lot of shows at the 105 in Naperville, mm-hmm. and used to do the waiting room. Which is another DIY spot. Yep, heard and, great um, things about both. Yeah, and we put the waiting room on uh, on our flyer for this because um, Alex kind of works with them too, booking shows and whatnot. And and Alex was kind of helping me try and find some bands. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, it, so so yeah, it's cool. So I, I reached out to them and and they were totally down for it. So awesome. So they're they're kind of like a they're. The, like I said too, but like how their drummers, thirteenth, they're all pretty young. I think that's amazing. I think the, uh, you know, they're they're the other ones are all over eighteen, but I think mm-hmm. they're maybe twenty one at the oldest. Like they're all Man. they're all young. So this will bring me back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> bring me back watching like, these guys. They're they're very on that kind of you know dirty sort of punk sound. Like I they, mean, they the name a, sounds yeah. you know. They did a cover when I saw them at, at Alex's uh, garage. It's uh, 9, 913 Fest. Cause that's, I was going to say, it's called 913, isn't number. it? I kept calling it uh, 913. <laughs> just, <laughs> but, uh, just to be an ass. Yeah, exactly. But no, because uh, that's, that's his, the address on his house. So that's gotcha. why it's called 913. Um, yeah, makes sense. But uh, well, yeah, when I saw them there, they did an, an Off With Their Heads cover. And I was like, I, I heard them start it. I'm like, how is this going to sound with a the female singer because <laughs> that dude's got like the gravelliest voice mm-hmm. but they they crushed it so i was like sick this band rules I'm wow gonna, so they're they're i can't wait to see them then they're on my list so um they are on spotify they've got their their last release was called for the people and i'm gonna play mostly harmless from that release uh now <laughs>
Next band, uh, the Glory Days. They are the first band besides us to have now played two of these. Yes. Because they played the second year. I will never forget um, when they played two years ago, mm-hmm. when they were setting up their lead vocalist. He kept yeah. riffing uh, Green Day songs that were from their trilogy releases. Oh, when they put out, really? Remember when Green yeah, Day put Uno out those Dose three? And Trey? Yes. He kept playing songs, and I'm like, oh, my God. I never thought I would hear someone <laughs> play. Because I, I have an unpopular p- opinion that uh-huh. 
those trilogy, the the Uno Dos Tres, are great records. I, I like them. I like them. And there are times where I'll listen. Everyone to, likes to complain know. about things. Like I've liked every single Star Wars movie I've ever seen. There wasn't same one here. that I walked away from going that movie was bad. Yeah, same here. But man. people like to like they've been complaining about them since the Phantom Menace came out, and I'm like, bro, why do you even see these movies anymore? <laughs> There's been so many. <laughs> Thinking the same thing, but so, yeah. anyway. But I was just like, I was real. I think he started playing the song "Stay the Night" by oh, yeah. by Green Day from the That's a good the one. Uno. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, I was like, you know, and then like I was talking to, I think it was CJ, uh-huh. I was talking to CJ later on and he was telling me like, yeah, he's a big Green Day <laughs> f- fan. And well, in fact, shit, I think he was playing a Les Paul Jr., yeah. which is what Billy Joe plays most of the time. So anyway. Mm-hmm. but Yeah, they were, they were my last guest on the last episode of this Yeah, this that's right. And, and it was funny because at the time I didn't think about uh asking like i ended up asking them about snooze fest after we recorded the episode because i was (laughs) like because we needed another band and like Mm -hmm. we guardrail and the glory days the glory days wow i don't know why i said it like that the guardrails and the glory days (laughs) i was gonna um, say that would be a really great uh tour or a (laughs) great split ep yeah yeah um so we we just like have become really good friends over the last like year or so because cj um and his he he was helping out filming the video for our song Jane cuz his his girlfriend was the one who was shooting it so he was there helping okay. out with filming and doing lights and stuff like that and he he did a lot of the editing on it too so we we kind of you know we've always been friendly with them and everything but I got to know CJ a little more just from doing that and then we've played some shows together we played the Feels Fest together this this past uh Oh yeah that was summer that, that where was that wire. it was basically us two and like six other metal bands which was kind of funny so it was like they opened and then three metal bands and then us and then three more metal bands and uh it was it was Arabella's thing that they're putting together yeah yeah. And their their stipulation was every band that played had to cover at least like one classic like scene song, you know, from like the two thousand. Oh yeah, and you guys did. So we did Hawthorne. one of our songs and we did six covers. <laughs> so Oh, you did six. Yeah. That's yeah. We funny. opened up with so Beat American. Like totally... We by Jimmy World and then we played uh That's What You Get by Paramore. We played uh Sugar, we're going down. Did you? Played. You didn't play, or was the, the Hawthorne Heights thing that was, was just the video? No, or did no, we, you we ended up playing that one too. Okay. Uh, God, that video. And then we was we just, ended with Ocean Avenue. We just, that like, video <laughs> fucking killed me, man. Yeah. That Hawthorne. It Heights. was based on those like felt emo might delete later things, yeah. you know? Because I was just like, we need to. We we tend to do that. We'll make dumb videos for. I think we did something similar with Snooze Fest last year. We, we were like Ken walks into the practice space and we're all sleeping. Yeah, yeah. And we're like, that. we're getting ready for studio. It was just mm-hmm. like a really dumb video, mm-hmm. and then we're like, let's do something for this, just because our set's gonna be ridiculous. So, but at, at that show, Glory Days and us became like really good friends because we were the two punk bands on the show. So we we're right. like, we we like shared a merch table, and we were like doing like friendly little like band rivalry things, and. Um, they were selling their shirts for ten dollars, so I changed our sign to make our shirts nine ninety nine. And I went out to my car and got pennies out of my car. So we sold a few T shirts, and every T shirt that we sold, I 
gave them their change, <laughs> gave them a, a penny back or a pen, well, a penny. Yeah. yeah. So it oh, was that's great. <laughs> it was great. And then here's this, a ten dollar bill. Oh, here's a penny. Exactly. And it, I had one person like uh, pay for it via like Venmo or something like that. So oh, I yeah. charged them nine ninety nine <laughs> on on Venmo. It was yeah. We were we were just dicking around and stuff. And then CJ ended up filling in for Ken on our last show that we played with Mass Intruder and and double feature and a bunch of those bands because um it looked like a fun family thing and it was just one of those like we we got to do it like Mm -hmm. we've been trying to play with a show with mass intruder for so long and basically since this band's existed like (laughs) so it was that was a lot of fun and it it was really cool we ended up playing twice (laughs) you played twice yeah and i was filling in did someone drop out what happened kind of so so we we played that show um you know cj came came with and did it he, he we only we only were able to practice with him once but he knew all the songs and it was great we were we were playing downstairs they had bands playing downstairs and upstairs right and um that so, place is so weird how it's laid out and i i was like you know it would be cool to play this because you know that's where we played our first show ever which that's right i you was were, there you yeah. were playing bass for us at mm-hmm. the time for like the first few months that we were a band and yeah that was that was so much fun yeah <laughs> and that was for patent that was with patent pending uh-huh uh-huh yeah. so i was just thinking you know it would be cool to play a show here being it's this is where we played our first show ever and mm-hmm. uh, i don't think we we had played there since um yeah that's been been a while yeah it was july 11th 2014 because mm-hmm. it was a friend of mine's birthday i remember so um that's my grandmother's birthday hell yeah Seven actually 7 11 wait no never mind her birthday is the 22nd <laughs> i'm well, thinking of it's my it's my parents wedding anniversary oh. that's what july 11th is oh. so still an important so they can go get free slurpees on on their anniversary yeah <laughs> exactly so but um but yeah so it was funny because I played bass for Bad Planning that day as well. So I played three sets that day. <laughs> oh, my God, Cause, dude. Because Bad Planning That's signed crazy. out of that show. And I guess everyone but Alex had to bail on that show. How many were at that show? There was I, I mean, I saw the flyer, but there I There was like 12 bands. And was it just Masked Intruder or did they have a like a package with them? Well, it, it was just them. So it was that 20 Bands of Christmas thing that George Medic always oh, booked at like Wire right. and stuff. So they ha- had it uh this George didn't really do it. He kind of passed it off to someone else and it was the guy that books Penny And Road. usually there I remember like previous years there were multiple well-known acts attached. Yeah, we uh, my um my other band lower nature that's already no longer a thing um played last year we played the day that emory played yeah because there was, was emory really cool. and um i can't remember the others but there uh, was multiple city ones. lights played the one the one day um which was cool because i always thought i got them confused with the band pretty lights and i just assumed they were one of they, they were like that i, I think they're what like a kind of dancey edm sort of band yeah, or yeah, something like that yeah. so i just thought that's what they were and then I'm watching them, and they got like double time drums, and I'm like, "What the fuck? This is awesome!" <laughs> and now I love them. I'm City, like, "Where yeah, was I?" I on this? City Lights was a great band. Yeah, yeah, it was cool that they got. If I'm, it's the band I'm thinking of. They got back together just for some shows, right? Yeah, they they like will play random shows like that here and there. Their yeah. singer is the bassist in Bear Tooth. Now. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, that's what happened. Yeah. to them. But but yeah, so it was just. Uh, that that was that whole deal with that show. So so for bad planning's set, Alex was just like, I don't want to like have to bail on the show, 
like would any of you guys want to fill in and i was like well we already have a fill-in for us with cj and i'm like i don't and and uh doug is playing in some other bands right now too so i'm like i don't want to overwhelm him with learning a bunch of stuff and and like we only had like a week and a half to (laughs) figure Mm -hmm. it all out so he ended up getting Brompton from Action Adventure, and then uh, John, whose last name I forget, who uh, is the drummer from Knockout Kid. So we were oh. like a weird little mini super group. Wow. <laughs> so I was playing bass, Brompton was on guitar, Alex was playing guitar and singing, and John was drumming, and we never practiced. We just showed up and just knew our shit. <laughs> and huh. just, we flew through four songs, and... Alex was like, holy fuck, that was awesome. Damn, that's that's as punk rock as it gets. And then the band that was on before Mass Intruder was um, uh, Dead Rest, fucking awesome band. Um, the, the promoter goes, do you guys want to play again upstairs after Mass Intruder? I'm like, what? Because I guess they had some band that was just going to be playing, because after 10 o'clock it was 21 plus at the oh. bar, so they had to kick all the, because Mass Intruder was done by like 9.30. So they wanted, he didn't want there to just be no more music. So he had a band that was supposed to start playing at 10, but then they dropped off or whatever. They canceled last minute. Hmm. So we're like, all right, fuck it. And Alyssa was not feeling good. Like she, she was like throwing up in the bathroom, just not doing well. Mm. So she was like, I was about to leave. I'm like, well, I could just play bass. Fuck it. So we mm-hmm. just played. So it was me on bass with CJ filling in on guitar <laughs> and we just Basically played our set minus a couple songs again. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because getting off stage, we're like, I feel like that set went even better than the <laughs> one before it. Like, it's just, just like how we played it because yeah. we were just loosened up by that point. Probably. You know? And you probably didn't give a shit either yeah, at that there, point. Most, most of the people left. There were still a good handful of people sticking around, but, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. but Probably because, yeah, you were just, it was just for fun yeah. at that point and you had like, played so much before it's just like fine we'll just fucking do it exactly mm. we played yeah. <laughs> so we covered blitzkrieg bop at that show oh my god because um my buddy justin who is a friend of mine since right before high school and mm-hmm. he he was at that guardrail show with pet and pending back oh in the day. Okay. so um so he um he has a little daughter now who's about four years old or three years old something like that and um and he's making sure she's into punk rock you know <laughs> so he's showing her a lot of the a lot of this more sing-songy catchy stuff like yeah. so she loves the ramones that's, that's simple stuff and so he was bringing her to that show because uh-huh. she likes mass intruders she likes the fact that they all wear masks and stuff like oh that. of course and they're they're very catchy and i know. mean has has he introduced her to the aquabats yet I'm sure he has. I would um, hope so. Yeah, I was thinking he, about that today with my son. I'm like, I need uh-huh. to introduce him to the Aquabats and see if yeah, he gets into Yeah, don't the Aquabats it. have like a kid's show kind they of do. thing? Yeah. yeah that, it's, yep. That's perfect. So yeah. so anyway, so he was coming to that show and he was bringing her and this was going to be her first like official punk rock show. Like he took her to some festival thing when she was like two to see Smash Mouth. But oh like, my God. <laughs> but like that's about it. So I think she's four now. So, she, so he was bringing her to this show and mm-hmm. he and his girlfriend and her all had matching mass intruder t-shirts and stuff <laughs> like it was it was adorable but she just apparently just you know didn't go down for her nap and whatnot oh, no. so they got there like Man, halfway through our set it was they walked in while we were playing blitzkrieg bob and it was funny because i was like we we're gonna dedicate this song to my buddy and his daughter but they're not here so I don't know. I don't know. I guess there they I are. guess we'll dedicate this to everyone else in the world except for them. <laughs> Damn. 
So, and, but, but then up. while we're playing it, all of a sudden I see him walk in. I'm like, yeah. yes, he's got her on his shoulders and stuff. Yeah. And so we, he got to see at least the second half of our set. And oh, then cool. she was like falling asleep there because she just mm-hmm. she didn't go down for her nap and stuff. So they yeah. were like, all right, we're going to go take her home for a bit. They live pretty close. But then they ended up never coming back because she just was, so I was like, oh, yeah, that sucks was, that they, they ended up missing Mass Intruder. But they saw us. So we were her first punk band wow. <laughs> that she's ever seen. Dang. So I'm you very happy about that. You get a plaque made. I should. <laughs> I should. I will now. And, but, and like when you, if you ever have an EPK or anything like that, put it in your EPK mm-hmm. and say, um, Whatever her name is, Gwen. Gwen. Gwen's first. Gwen, first Gwen's first punk, punk, show. punk show. Guardrail, and people would be exactly. like, "Exactly, like Gwen, like Gwen Stefani." Is that who we're talking about? I'm not saying it's not Gwen Stefani. <laughs> Wait a minute, you guys weren't even around when Gwen was four years old. <laughs> Shut up. But um, but it was funny. The, the the reason I brought that up in the first place was because when we started playing it, mm-hmm. all three. The, both guitars and bass were we all for some reason started in different keys oh god i bet that sounded great and the, i think it was just loud enough in there where it didn't really it wasn't super noticeable it was like all within a fret of each other so it was like it's it, like it ended up step. going okay yeah because my dad was there my dad was like oh you said you guys were all playing that it sounded okay to me i was like all right well fuck if it sounded okay to you then it was fine we should do so that then, every show so then we played that again at our second set later and i was like all right what note are we starting on everyone we started I'm like all right cool so then we, we played it and we're like fuck yeah we played it in key reminds but, me of a, a real big fish uh live dvd of theirs i saw one time everyone's like okay let's play a nice e flat Everybody, and then, like, just to make sure we got started on the right note here. <laughs> so, okay, so I'm gonna play a song from Glory Days going back to them. Um, I wrote down their song Sunder, but I just realized I played that on the last episode <laughs> that, oh. that they were on. So, they put out three random singles this year, so I'm just gonna play one of those. I don't have them written down, so whatever it is, you'll hear it. Um, they should be coming out with a new EP soon because they were. Actually, they were recording at the exact same time we were recording. Yeah. So we were sending Snapchats to each other, and they had like a, um, a Kickstarter or like an Indiegogo. Yeah, they had an Indiegogo too. We had, yeah. So so <laughs> we were just like, "What the fuck, man? You copying us, bro?" And it was so funny because for our Indiegogo, we made a, a stupid like infomercial. <laughs> and, yes. And when we put that out, CJ hits me up and goes, "I'm so mad." Because we were going to do the exact same thing for our Indiegogo. I'm like, what the fuck? How are we the same band right now? Wow. So they ended up making like uh, a commercial that was uh, it was almost like it was for some sort of medication or something like that. Glory like, Guardrail Days. Uh, yeah. We're calling it Guard Days or Glory <laughs> Rail. Yeah, Glory Rail. <laughs> so yeah, so here's a Glory Days song to be named later. <laughs> Train Station Baby Think about you
<laughs> like I'm putting these songs in later. Number twenty three is on the the yard line right now. There's literally. Uh, do you listen I'm, to Conan O'Brien's podcast at all? No, I need to check his out. Still, he's on my my list of podcasts. To he check he out. does that that shit. He's like, all right, we're gonna take a quick break because he has like sponsors, so he, re- right. he has some ad reads. But he's like, and we're back, and they're like, wow, I feel like so much time has passed because they're doing exactly what we're doing now. They just say we're gonna take a break, <laughs> and, and we're back. Ben, yeah, yeah. I've I've heard great things about his podcast, and I love Conan. It's O'Brien, amazing. So I'm yeah. sure I'm sure I would love it. Conan O'Brien is like my sense of humor. Yes. Just like all around. He's hilarious. Just ridiculous. I think just he's great. Stupid. So like I love that he'll do something really dumb and as he's laughing about it, he's like, this is so stupid. <laughs> yep. And that's, that's the kind of shit that I do all the time. Like, what are we doing? This is the dumbest thing. Same like, here. Yep. So Late Nights is the next band that's on the bill. And um, they, are, they are one I have still yet to see too. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I know, you know, I've seen, I'm like, friends or you know we follow each other on twitter or whatever right so they're they're kind of like they they kind of stemmed from cup check yes because um you know cup check was a thing and i'm i'm if i'm not mistaken the band that they were before cup check also played that first show with us with patent pending they were called something else oh no way yeah they're called uh something about tuesday I just hmm. remember the word Tuesday being. In I don't it. remember, but any of the bands. That yeah, it was it was ending. pretty funny. I that, they're the only one I remember, but because oh, okay. then I ended up going like I know you from being around and mm-hmm. and uh, so you try to figure it out. So yeah, and then after, shortly after that, they ended up changing their name to Cupcheck and getting new members and stuff. Mm-hmm. And now Cupcheck's not a thing. And th- like late nights, it was late nights in my car, and it was Michaela's sort of just like solo thing. I think. From from my understanding, and now they're like a, just a straight up band. So, um, so yeah, I don't I don't know what kind of stuff they're because they just have the late nights in my car stuff on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm I'm gonna play one of those songs. Um, but our drummer Doug is like playing guitar for them right now. Oh, cool. So um, I don't I, know Doug very well, but he seems like a great guy. He's the worst. 
<laughs> no, just because he's newer and I haven't been around like too many yeah, shows. Yeah, he's the new had, guy. <laughs> I haven't had much chance to talk to him too much. <laughs> yeah, no, so. he he's a great guy. Um, you know, I, I, Doug's a little quiet, and then once you once you kind of get to know him, it's mm-hmm. like we've we had we've had plenty a stupid laughing fit moment, especially like in Michigan when we were recording because oh sure, you know we were just just getting super loopy like late at night. And stuff oh yeah, because like you're working long days. And, and yeah, I feel I feel like we there's a lot of bonding moments with with all of that. Like I I already have known Ken since we were ten years old. So, mm-hmm. but you know. The other two, you know, Elvis and Doug, we 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 all sort of got, you know, got to know each other a little a little yeah. more on that trip, so it was cool. But um, so yeah, I guess they were looking to add another member. It's just so I guess, from my understanding, like Michaela's gonna play a little less guitar or something mm. like that. So um, so yeah, he played with them at a show like a month ago. Okay, he said it went well. It was at uh, at fuck is that place up uh where like where like newfound glory just played up in like like island lake or something like that oh yeah um i know what you're talking about i can't think of the name either yeah but but anyway not sidelines is it side outs side outs yes it was something side yeah something with a side to it man (laughs) no but uh it's it's yeah it's up there so yeah he, he played a show with them he said it went pretty well and uh so he's like kind of just I, I he he's like yeah, I don't know if it's gonna be a permanent thing or not, but um, it's cool yeah, to so, do for now. Yeah. So he'll be doing double duty at the show. He'll be playing guitar. You for late said nights duty, and then... <laughs> duty. <laughs> so yeah, I'm ex- I'm excited to see. I haven't seen them as late nights yet. Mm-hmm. Um, every time they're playing, they they do play a lot of shows that aren't like typically my scene like mm-hmm. I, I know they o- they've opened up for like never shout never and stuff like that yeah um yeah that was one of the, that was not too long ago yeah past fall. i remember being on the bus coming home from work um because i used to live right over there mm-hmm. and i that's right yeah i was on the bus and it was at sub t and i was i passed them walking down the street with their instruments i'm like huh there's late nights huh. <laughs> funny but um so yeah i'm gonna play the song boomerang because that song is my favorite it's uh, super catchy, and cool. I'm going to play that right there now.
and we're back. <laughs> we're just going to do that okay. for everyone, apparently. Um, so, yeah, next band on, on the list is uh, uh, Bad Planning. So, um, yeah, shit, I don't even know where I even met them. <laughs> like, I just, I remember knowing, I, I, like, I remember not knowing Alex, and then I knew Alex. Mm-hmm. I think I just seen him around at shows a lot. Yeah. I I know of the band. I know that uh, we were talking about having them on Pop Punk and Pizza, and it just uh, it didn't work out yeah. uh, at the the time. And I I told Alex that you know we could do something, but it just uh, didn't happen. It wasn't anything really on his end. It's, yeah. It was on my end. I uh, I had Alex on my show earlier this year. It was the the day before his 20th birthday. So it was the the last day of his teens he spent hanging out with me. <laughs> and he's going to be a dad, yeah. right? I'm yeah. thinking of the right Alex. Okay. Yeah. I it was so funny. He we're Facebook friends and mm-hmm. he had a status that him and his his girlfriend or uh-huh. fiance or whatever. Yeah, they he um, uh, proposed to her recently. Okay. I wasn't sure if they were engaged or not, but either way, he made some kind of funny status about like, <laughs> "Oh, we beat teenage pregnancy." Or something, oh, yeah, yeah. something like that. <laughs> and I said, I was like, oh, don't worry. Tw- you know, 20s pregnancy can still, you know, like kick you in the ass <laughs> or something like that. Because that's what happened to me. Yeah. Um, you know, like I was, you know, an adult and I, I had an unplanned mm-hmm. birth. And Dude, it's, f- it kicked my ass. I'm the age now that my dad was when he had me. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I can't imagine having a child right now. Man. <laughs> <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. It's just, I mean, it, it you know, it was, but anyway. Um, yeah, and no. I didn't realize when when he posted that, I didn't realize they were actually pregnant. Mm-hmm. And so I think it was, what's what, what's her name? His, Heather. Heather. I think it was her that ended up commenting on my comment <laughs> and saying, oh, we're actually expecting. <laughs> I was like, whoops. I was like, whoops. I was like, well, congratulations. You know, yeah, no, like, so, so it was... Um, <laughs> It was the show that I I was in Michigan for because it was, it was uh, the weekend after Thanksgiving mm-hmm. and I was up there with Larissa's family, <clears throat> so I ended up not being able to go to that show. But uh, that's where he like proposed to her at. It was they were playing with handguns. And, oh wow! Um, uh, the band handguns. They did, they weren't holding guns. No, yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking <laughs> about. Yeah, that that I was saying. Oh wow, because handguns. <laughs> wow, like, dude, they you had know, guns? <laughs> they had guns. Yeah, no, the band handguns. Yeah. Um. So he proposed to her there, and then like the day after that, they're like, "Hey, we're engaged," and also we're having a baby. So they I, they kind of like kept it under wraps for a mm-hmm. little bit just because they wanted to tell their family first. Oh like yeah, that, like around the ho- Thanksgiving. And I know, that, so. I know exactly how so. that goes. Yeah. But anyways, but uh, yeah, we played with them at the Punk the Burbs Fest, and they played right before us. And um, I remember going, "Jesus, these kids are all right." <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like, they're 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 uh, their drummer. I don't know if they still have the same drummer or not. <laughs> Again, my old memory, man. Yeah. But um, their drummer at the time was like sixteen or something like that. I'm like, Jesus Christ. But uh, but yeah, they were great. And then um, we we just seen each other around a bunch and played a bunch of shows together and then this this past show um when i filled in it was kind of funny because um doug at the show last night was like so i'd only seen bad planning with like a a bunch of (laughs) fill-ins you know because the the show that we played with punk the birds they were playing right before us so 
you know, Doug was getting his drums ready and everything like that. So he, he didn't really watch most of their set at all. So, um, He's like, I only saw you. I saw them as bad Kevin <laughs> with me. And <laughs> I was just like, I was like, bad Kevin. I see that in the mirror every day. Oh. Oh. <laughs> no, I mean, he was like, dude, it was so different because mm-hmm. it, it's crazy how like just a different group of people playing the same songs can sound so differently. Oh, know? yeah. And yeah. Alex was telling me last night, too. He's like, yeah, so when we play, we tend to play a lot faster than usual. But when we were playing that show last last month or whatever, um, He's like, yeah, John was actually playing at the speed at the recordings are. And I was like, wow, it seems so slow. <laughs> like, <laughs> then, yeah. Yeah, um, that happens. But yeah, a- Alex and I were talking. He was he was doing a lot of where he reaching out to bands, and, and a lot of them just didn't work out. And it sucks because several several of these bands, after we already announced the lineup and everything, were like, hey, is there any more room? Like, sorry, we didn't get back to you. I'm like, mm-hmm. God damn it. That's how it always <laughs> Where works. Where were you three weeks ago? Yep, that's how it works. But, um, it's just like, well, sorry, you know. Yeah, he's great. His band's great. They're all they're all a bunch of youngins, and I yeah. feel like... Uh, I'm looking forward to, to finally meeting them because we've, we've, you mm-hmm. know, talked back and forth online. So. Yeah, no, he's he's a he's an awesome kid, and uh, the band's really great. And they've, they put out a split this year with uh, a semester abroad, I think it was, and... Um, I'm gonna play "Be Brave" from that uh, "Splitting Hairs" split EP. <laughs> I forgot it was called "Splitting Hairs." It's a that's perfect, perfect name for an EP. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, here's uh, here's "Be Brave" from uh, "Bad Planning."
we're back. So I, I just remembered. Uh, so last night there was like these crazy drunk like punk dudes that were at the show, and they they came up and they were talking to CJ and, and James from Glory Days, who mm-hmm. were also at the show last night. And they're like, "Who are you guys here to see?" And they're like, "Oh, we're here to see Bad Planning." And then um, when Bad Planning went on, I was able to snag a booth because I hadn't eaten dinner yet, so I got some Reggie's wings, which uh, also probably fucked me up. But uh, <laughs> damn it, they're, they're wings. so good. But like, oh my god, if being that's all I had for dinner was wings, love your venue, wings and Red Bull. Oh. Love your venue, hate your wings. <laughs> no, love your wings. They, your wings hate me. That's the problem. That's what it is. <laughs> but uh, so I was up there, and one of those drunk punk dudes kept yelling, "Bad timing!" <laughs> oh my god, wrong band name. Uh, but uh, you gotta love it. <laughs> so next band is uh, Zombie Schoolboy. Yes, Zombie School by Love This and Band. And I know they were on your show, or at yes. least um, uh, the one the singer was. Yes, um, Craig. Yeah, uh, I don't know a ton about them, but I just... Oh, really? I just like oh. them a lot. I know that um, some of them used to be in... Um, uh, was it Danger's My Middle Name? Yes. Okay. So I knew, I knew them from like the pure volume MySpace days. Like, yes, <laughs> so if you're a, a veteran of you know the Chicago pop, punk, you know pop rock scene punk scene whatever the hell you want to call it yeah danger is my middle name you know had a name going you know for themselves during like the frantic mm-hmm. days and uh I saw also the frantic open up for papa roach once yeah i remember that show i remember the, theater. the girlfriend i had at the time won tickets yeah so did to go i, to that. I yeah, think they yeah, were just yeah, giving so many were, tickets away they were giving that. so many yeah so many tickets away but um i thought i was special and then like years later when i would like talk about that show they're like oh my god yeah my, yeah, my, my won brother tickets won too. tickets to that <laughs> fuck i thought i was special <laughs> <laughs> I thought she was special too, winning those t- <laughs> winning those tickets. But anyway, um, but yeah, no. Craig was on the show not that long ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just earlier this year. So if you want to browse um, into the uh, pop punk and pizza, yeah, they're on feed. episode something. I can't remember the actual name. It's eighty something because um, it was it was super recent. But we had a great talk. Um, he has some great stories from you know the danger is my middle name days and actually yeah. their, their latest single was produced by <clears throat> ryan of all time low yes. the drummer of yeah. all time low and it was great you know getting to hear about that experience mm-hmm. and the single turned out great yeah um, Craig i love it that's the one i'm gonna play once sweet once we do play a song but all their other eps they only did the one single with ryan from mm-hmm. all time low but their other eps um craig did himself at his studio mm-hmm. at his house and they, they sound really good yeah listening to them they, they sounded great so. mm-hmm. um and you know just kind of took it up to the next you know level yeah. with um with uh working with ryan and in, in nashville you know yeah you can you can kind of tell it, it's it's crazy when you hear songs that are like just produced in a different studio or with a different person. It's just mm-hmm. like it can it can really help. Like when you know we we had done all our shit ourselves, and then we started working with Nick Diener, and it's just like it it kind of gave our songs like a little more personality and like just a little more of a different feel. Yeah, uh, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, it uh, the the story uh, they have about um, Hey California, or I said Hey. Why am I forgetting now? It is Hey California. I was thinking it was just California, but it's Hey California. Mm -hmm. Um, The story um, 
producing and recording that with Ryan is, is pretty cool about like how the song started out and then how all these changes kind of came into play. So it's definitely yeah. worth listening to. I remember him to saying something about for, like the line was supposed to say like, fuck you, California. Yeah, and they ended up fitting that in at the end. But uh, but originally it was, yeah, it was a lot, the song and the hook was a lot different. And actually um, Craig, I I remember him saying it was hard for him to actually give in to some of the change. He was not down with it. And then finally he was just like, okay, I, if I'm remembering our, our chat yeah. correctly, I believe that's I what it was. I think I do remember hearing that. Yeah. But either way, it was, it was great talking to, uh, to Craig. So. Yeah. Yeah. So if you want to hear more about them, I guess go listen to, pop punk and pizza podcast with uh, mm. with craig from zombie Schoolboy, and uh i listen to it um i Thanks, listen man. to a lot of podcasts at, at work because i'm just answering stupid idiot customers <laughs> it's good shit thanks man well, speaking of zombie Schoolboy though and, and podcasts they were on james van osdell's podcast not too long ago either oh yeah um, yeah because didn't they play that uh lucky boys um confusion uh benefit thing were they on that they yeah um they, they did, did. Like an acoustic That's set. That's right. They? they 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 did an acoustic set. I forgot they were a part of that. There were so many bands attached to that. I forgot yeah, they were I one of the many. Yeah, I did see that it kept changing too. There was a lot of different bands that were on it. I think Stellar West that. was attached to it mm-hmm. as well. There were so many. Um, yeah, I know Stellar but, West. Um, like those those kids are awesome too. We've played quite a few shows with them. They played that that stupid show at the Forhey with our technical difficulties <laughs> set. They, they that's really? where we found out about them. And, and okay. at the time, they're one, because they're all super young, too. Yes. And their they're one member was only like 15 or something like that. And yeah, he was there with young. his dad. And we have that shirt that's like the Chicago flag, but the first star is the letter F. So it yeah. like it says fuck. And the kid wanted the shirt. And the dad was like, I don't know. And then our, our old bass player, Kevin, was like, no, nah, it's it's food. <laughs> it's not fuck. It's food. I could totally <laughs> see Kevin saying that. <laughs> and he's like, yeah. all right. He's like, dude, I got him this by his shirt because I said it was food. I'm like, I doubt he believed you. He's like, <sighs> right. no, man, he believed me. <laughs> oh my, Yeah, right. Come on. Dads have that sense. We yeah. know. You can't fool us. I know uh, Adam from Lucky Boys uh, is basically like their like band dad. Uh, yeah, Adam worked so. with them just to, as well as Parker. Oh yeah, that yeah, that's right. We mentioned earlier that's also playing. Because I know West, he, uh, we played a show with Stellar West over the summer at the 105 out in Naperville, and I, I saw Adam like walked in. I'm like, oh shit, that's, that's Adam Cryer, that's man. Cool. Yeah, I don't know if he, he just stayed. has. This... I don't know if he stayed for our set or not, but mm-hmm. he, yeah, he's if he he's if got he cared a... about himself, he would have left. <laughs> Rather he than has to subject a, his ears to he that has, shit. He has such a cool persona attached to mm-hmm. him, I always felt. So, fuck yeah. I'm going to play a zombie no. schoolboy song now. So, <laughs> here's uh, here's that fuck you California <laughs> song. <laughs>
we're back. Oh, you're changing it up now. I, I like that. Yeah, I should have done that from the start. I should have tried different voices different from voices. the start. Yeah. And yeah. we're back. Well, well, See? That be the, for the next I don't know time. what that is. I don't know. <laughs> it sounds Middle Eastern. Yeah. I don't and know. we're back. You know, it's, it's kind of almost like East Coast, but like, hey, I'm walking here. Yeah. Like, Maybe from the Bronx or something. Yeah, my brother like, lives like in almost Roger Rabbit. My like. brother lives in Brooklyn, so nice. Yeah, I don't. Um, <laughs> no, you do not. You live in Oak Park. Yes, I'm telling everyone where you live. Um, <laughs> so the next band is Baggage. Oh, and um, I, I tried not to bring much with me. <laughs> Did I bring too much? So in that baggage? silence that just happened, I'm going to insert a bunch of booze. <laughs> Boobs or booze? Uh, I don't know how you could hear boobs. I mean, you, do you want me to list the ways? I don't think kind you. I don't think now. I don't think you do. What okay. kind of bees? What kind of bees make milk? <laughs> Larissa just Is looked in Larissa? like, "What the Hi, fuck?" Larissa. How are you? <laughs> so so anyway so yeah uh, baggage is the next band on the on the lineup I've never that's another one I've never heard of yeah okay so tell baggage, me about baggage so there's there it's basically kind of a solo project of uh, Jono who he it was the drummer from the Swellers oh really and his brother was the singer of the Swellers no shit this is wow jo- Jonathan Diener's band and um. Yeah, we were, when we were tr- we were looking for a band to kind of like co-headline this thing with us, you know, we mm-hmm. reached out to a bunch of them, and and while we were actually recording with with Nick up in Michigan, I was like, you know, I had a band that I thought was gonna be on it, mm-hmm. have to bail. I was like, God damn it, another band had to bail, and then I just thought while we were there, I was like, Do you know what your brother's band is up to in January? Mm-hmm. He's like, I don't think they're doing anything. Like, yeah, hit them up. So I did, wow. and um. And then, yeah, they I didn't realize that's it was attached to the swellers. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. That's cool. Yeah. And there is it's it's so, from my understanding of it, um, you know, it's it's kind of his solo thing. Like it's it's mm-hmm. basically him with like when he does his live shows, it's kind of just whoever just he has available. Yeah, at the time. exactly. So, um, and he was on a uh, podcast recently. I don't remember which one it was. I don't. I think it was like it might have been the Hard Times podcast oh where he was gosh. talking about this. And I love Hard Times. <laughs> yeah. So when when he started this this band, the uh, so they're they're from Flint, Michigan, and um, that's rough. Yeah, yeah. Um, so when they when they started that band, their first show that they did, um, I think was in Chicago, and he gets on stage, and he's up front. And he's like, "Oh fuck, I've never been like right up front and center and stage. I've always been behind the drums the mm-hmm. whole time he was in the Swellers for like twelve years, right? You know, because when the Swellers started, he was like fourteen or something like mm-hmm. that. So he was like, this is weird.' And he was like super nervous and stuff. And I, I'm sure he's gotten gotten the hang of it now because you know it's I think because he was also in an, another band too that was sort of like another what are they called? Braided veins, I think they're called. Um, very like indie rock kind of stuff, but okay. Um, but yeah, so he started this band, and um, yeah, it's it's got kind of a similar vibe to it's it's almost like 
like emo-y indie meets swellers kind of like Ooh. some of the song structures hmm. are still there very very th- and like a lot of yeah I, I know they all wrote a lot of it together so i can mm-hmm. i can see that in the songwriting in the same way that like nick's band that he had for a bit the apology tour i think they just put out one album and that was it but it was it was like as if the swellers took a different turn or something like mm-hmm. that you know it was, it was similar vibe just like songwriting wise but yeah um but yeah i'm stoked to have them on the bill and hell yeah man um yeah it should, it should be cool uh they just put a put out a record this year called life in misophonia which is this um brain thing that he has where certain sounds and certain frequencies like pierce through his fucking brain and just you know like and this happens at random? Just yeah, like... it's it's like certain sounds can trigger it, and they, there's like, a, you know, I, I'm no expert on it, but mm-hmm. um, so, sometimes, you know, people are like, God, I hate, like, that sound. It's like it's like a nail on a chalkboard to me. Yeah. It's like that, yeah. but, like, way worse. Yeah, so, like, like certain, the there's extreme. certain sounds that trigger it or certain... Mm-hmm. You know, he can he can hear like a weird hum that someone that else cause can't. Like a like a panic attack kind of thing. I, I or? think it's, it's yeah. something wow. like that. It might give him headaches and stuff. But well, so hopefully none of the bands uh, hit those <laughs> particular. You know, unfortunately for him, that's all my voice is. So <laughs> <laughs> has he heard you sing yet? Uh, he will, <laughs> and get, boy, will he never forget it. <laughs> get uh, we'll we'll get him some protective. Headphones <laughs> to wear during guardrail set. Yeah, but but um, yeah, I'm, I'm really stoked to have have them on and yeah, that's um, awesome. Because I know how much just, you I've, love the Swellers. You know? Yeah, exactly. They're like they were one of my favorite bands, and they're kind of the reason guardrail started. And right. it's, it's which makes it cool that like we're working with Nick now, like recording and stuff. It's such mm-hmm. a weird like turn of events. Yeah, you know? it's so funny how those things come into play yeah, later and, on. Um, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to actually like getting to talk to Jonathan too, because he he seems like a, I, I've just talked to him on Facebook and stuff. We have a little mm-hmm. group chat for talking about sharing gear and stuff for the show and whatnot, and he, he's just like throwing some like some little zingers in there. And I'm just like, I like I'm gonna like him. <laughs> like <laughs> I'm he sure you so will. Shuba's needed some information. Uh, oh, that was a crazy burp. Oh um, man, that came from the depths. I could, I could feel it. Um, <laughs> so she was needed. Sent me an email saying like, oh, they need info of like you know head count of who's all in each band's crew and whatnot. You know X Y Z. And so I was like, hey, I need you guys all like respond to the email that I sent you. And Jonathan just goes, I don't do emails. <laughs> and Damn. Then, and then immediately just goes, just kidding. What if that was real? <laughs> I was cracking up. That's a good one. Uh, it was great. So yeah, I'm gonna play a song from that new record, uh, E350. I don't know what that means, but that's the song's title. Have to ask so. him. You should have him on the podcast. I should. Maybe one day. But yeah, so here's that song by Baggage, or maybe I'm pronouncing it wrong and it's Bagage. Bagage. I was just gonna say that. It's the Bagage Mahal. Like, like cabbage. 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 <laughs> I mean, never mind. I'm not doing this right. <laughs> Silver, I 
That was very. That was very similar to uh, the last voice I did. Let me try another another one. And uh, we're back. That almost sounded like Buffalo Bill or something. I was thinking like a weird oh, Sean would you fuck Connery. Me? I'd <laughs> fuck me. <laughs> it sounded like a weird Sean Connery. <laughs> pushy, pushy galore. All right, and uh, last and definitely least guardrail. Guardrail. <laughs> so, who's this band? Some stupid band. Yeah, I don't know. And named I feel after- weird talking about my own band, so you talk to me about my band. I can do that. Do it. Well, uh, we mentioned I played your first show yes. ever about six year six years ago. Is that what we decided? It'll be or almost so it'll seven. Be, it'll be six years. No, it will be six. That's right. Well, shit. July, July eleventh. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Guardrail has had a lot of different members, but too many. There's been a lot of them named Kevin, too. Yeah, that's the cool thing, though. There's been too many. Yeah. There's been one, two, three, four. And when is... Five different Kevins? When is the most current EP with Nick Diener being the producer? When is that coming out? So we are aiming for April. Um, We're still kind of figuring that out. We um, were... Did you guys meet your goal with the Indiegogo? Yeah. So our Indiegogo goal was... 1500 bucks and we ended up raising just over two grand nice and which is awesome because because that means that because because it was like the minimum of what we needed because we already paid for half of the recording just out of pocket as like Mm -hmm. a down payment so this was like covering the other half uh we have a a guest vocal slot that I I can't uh, disclose oh, this yet. Is, this is getting juicy. But um, 
it's going to be a very out of left field one because it's like the, it's not a singer from a punk band. It's a singer oh. from like so it's going to be like Burt McCracken. Um <laughs> I'm not saying really? it's not Burt McCracken. Okay. Okay. But it's definitely right. not Burt McCracken. Oh man. <laughs> well, let's see who else can I think of? Hmm. See, you can guess all day, and I'm s- even if you guessed it, I'm still gonna say no. So because I can't I don't even give know it away. A yet. lot of lead vocalists that aren't punk rockers, so that's my problem. Exactly. So that's why I thought that's it would the be, first would, one that popped in my that, head. That's why I thought it'd be cool because it's like okay, so if we got some guy from another punk band, it'd be like, oh, that's awesome. But like, mm-hmm. it would be cool to get someone who's like not some in that, random in yeah. that realm, and it's someone who, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's a, a band that I really like and. Uh-huh. You know, I'll tell you about it off the air. Oh, uh-huh, okay. But, um, All right. Well, I'm curious to hear. But yeah. No. So we we've been getting the uh, the the mixes back and whatnot as of recently, and they're they're like mix wise about ninety ninety five percent of the way there. I think nice. there's there's you know maybe just one or two things that we need tweaks. Is Nick and then it's, mixing them as yeah, well? Yeah, Nick's mixing them, and okay. then we have another guy named Nick. Uh, <laughs> Nick's Nick's <laughs> Nick's and Kevin's everybody. Nick's Tatina. <laughs> I believe that's how you say his last name. Um, he's gonna be mastering it and whatnot. And uh, yeah, we're we're aiming for April, getting this fucker out. It's an EP. We did six songs. Oh, can can I say? Can you call it this fucker? Can that be the name <laughs> of the EP? No, we this already fucker? have a name. Oh, okay. Damn it. I like that. I like this fucker <laughs> EP. This, this fucker. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just had a ring to it at the moment. So we're. Uh, yeah, I'll I'll tell you a little bit more about it once it's okay. Once it's well, we I have. like I like you know to see you know like the last six years that Guardrail's been around. How you guys have have come along, you know, and like I was so flattered to be a part of the beginning, and you know, like when you guys put yeah. out your first EP, you wanted me to be featured on one of those songs, you know, because uh-huh. I was still in the projection, and you know that was. That was so cool. Something I still. I wish I liked yeah. that song more. Like it's not even on you, but it's well, just like it was like the first song that we wrote. Well, yeah, it was so one it was of the just first like, songs. Well, I look I, back and I, I just get it. think you think of all the things like ah. Well, I listened to you know Projections' first record, and I'm like, mm-hmm. this thing is a a train wreck. Like you know, yeah, so. we we really there's only like two songs from that first EP that we. Mainly one. Well, in in that time, you've written so many more songs that you know yeah, exactly. you've, you've got better ones. Like one of my favorite songs is <laughs> now I'm forgetting the name that I'm putting myself on the spot. I hate it when this happens. Um, it's not just but yeah. I mean, we had that first EP that was like six songs, and we mainly only just play "Sincerely Me" from that, and then occasionally we play "Lost Touch." Which we, as a band, refer to as loose tush. <laughs> loose tush, miserable. Oh uh, yeah, 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 I knew it was something with an M, and yeah. I don't know why that song. That's like our song. It's the one that everyone knows. Because I probably played, I don't know, maybe about four shows on bass for you guys. I think. Mm-hmm. I well, think it was about. Well, you ended up. We played. Um, in what we call the dark year of guardrail. It was like 2016 when it was like barely a band. And it was just basically almost the way baggage is. It was like me and friends. Mm-hmm. And you played a couple of those shows. Mm-hmm. So, but that's. That was when Miserable had just been written. So, the last, yeah, the last show I played, right, like you said, it, I guess it, it was 16 because it was mm-hmm. before my son was born. Um, and we played The Wire. Yeah. And yeah, that's when Miserable came out. And I just remember. 
when I kept rehearsing all the songs, that one it was always stuck in my head. Always. I wanted I, so when I when I was working on that song, so the the band was kind of in uh, shambles. I will say, for lack of a better word. So it was basically just me and Ken, and um, I was like going through a dumb breakup, and I was like, all right, what's like I should write a song to like help help me get over it. Yeah. And I was like it was just like when I say dumb breakup, it was just like a lot of unnecessary drama. Yeah. Like that's it's all I'll say about it. But it's just kind of like what the fuck? Like this was way more complicated than it needed to be and mm-hmm. and all that. So I was just like, all right. Let me try and write a song. So I start like writing lyrics down and I'm like this is all too fucking emo and too specific and too just like crybaby. I'm like, no, like deep down in my heart, punk rock kid. Like so, I said, my heart. And down and down in my, my heart. Achy, breaky heart. Yeah. My, Billy Ray Cyrus over here. Billy Ray Guardrail. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we. So I was like, all right. Insert let me, name here. <laughs> I was like, so let me write a song that I would listen to. Rather than a song that I would write, so then I was mm-hmm. like, just thinking of, it. and I just was like, all right, fuck it. I'm using that same chord progression that every punk band uses in every every song. That, that must pop- be why it gets stuck in my head all the time. Yeah, because- exactly. So then I, I wrote that main hook, and I was like, fuck yeah, all right, this is catchy. I can I can roll with this. And then I I don't remember what the lyrics were, but I did tweak them from what they were and made them what they are now, and mm-hmm. um, and I just kept adding on it. And yeah, that song. I don't know. It just and I played it on the podcast. Two or three times, I know that. So I always appreciate. Yeah, um, just a good one. Yeah. So, so I and that ended up being being the song that was like the one that everyone likes a lot, and the mm-hmm. one that people go like, "Oh, that one song that you played." It's number one on Spotify, and Jane's number two right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. That so, so so miserable. Jane's a good one. Yeah. So so when when miserable came out, we just I just put it out as a random single. And then later that year, Trump got elected. So then Ken and I wrote You're right. Fired, and we put that one out as a single. And then we just wrote five more songs and made that the part of best EP, which was which the last EP. Which is a great out. EP, um, by the way. Thank you. Um, and so, yeah, we, re- we had released part of best in 2017. And then in 2018, we didn't do shit because we kept going through a bunch of member changes and stuff. So then we ended That's up right. at the end of 2018 was when we recorded Jane and Screaming Bloody Mary. Yeah. And then those were what we released this year. And, That's uh, rough. And yeah, so like, you know, Jane was an interesting song because I was, you know, I don't remember if I talked about this last year or not. Um, no, because the song wasn't even out. We had never no. even played it live yet. So... Like on the on the topic of snooze fest, so the Allison Cares Foundation is run by my friend Allison's mom Jennifer and Allison. Um, you know, long story short, short, um, she ended up uh, overdosing, and um, so then in the year and a half ish after that, there's several other people that I know who also passed away from either like a suicide or an overdose or I had a one friend of mine just have a really bad seizure that killed him. And it's just, it was just crazy. And I actually had, there's someone I knew um, who just passed away recently from an overdose. I was like, fuck. Yeah. It's, it's um, an epidemic almost. Yeah. At so this point. 
So, and then it's, I, I should clearly take the hint because this seems to work out. I was like trying to write a song about it. Cause I was like, I need to finish this song and just, it, it took me a long time to write it. And I was just like being too specific and too sad and dumb and cliche. And I was mm-hmm. just like, all right, I need to just write a very like, um, as like a general song. It's not, it's not too specific that more people can relate to. And it would be a song that I would want to hear while going through, like, you just lost a friend. So then I wrote that and that method seemed to work for miserable and it seemed to work for this one too. So, (laughs) so, um, yeah, we recorded the video for that. Um, it was literally the day after we played that Jared Reddick show, we shot, we started shooting the video and then the, we, we're, we could we couldn't have a weekend where all we were all in town, mm-hmm. I guess, because that month there was just like this person was going on vacation, this person was traveling somewhere, and uh, so we had to shoot our scenes separately, kind of. Mm-hmm. But um, so yeah, we put that one out, and that was a good. I feel like it was a good introduction to like this era of this band, I guess. Yeah, it's definitely different than yeah. you know, even from Miserable. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a uh, so. it's got its own vibe. We did a little bit of ska in there. Yep. And uh, I loved your Nick Diener story about ska too. Yeah. I think you told. I think I don't know if that was on the. La- this I, I think I did podcast. like allude to it because I was talking about because we had just recorded with him and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, he did the the ska guitar on that. On that <laughs> yeah. Song. The, I don't know. The, just the story behind that was funny. Yeah. The way you... I, I that's what I wanted there. I wanted like. I'm like, I want to throw in some elements of ska because we all, a lot of us listen to ska, mm-hmm. you know, me and Alyssa especially, but, you know, Ken likes, uh, like, The Expendables and yeah. Sublime and stuff like that. And so I was like, I, I want to throw some hints of that here and there in, yeah. in some of our songs. So I want to start doing that. And what better way to do it than the, our first song? Mm-hmm. And um, so we, I'm a bass player. I don't really. <laughs> I don't. I never really figured out the ska guitar thing. Oh, I suck at it, dude. I can't. I still can't do it. And Nick was like, "Oh, I'm the ska master. <laughs> I can do this." Yeah. So he just figured it out. Know. Figured out what I wanted to do because I was just playing like the regular power chords, but just on a clean tone for mm-hmm. like the demo. Yeah. And he's like, "I got this." So he figured it out, and he's like, "You want me to just?" He was trying to show Ken how to do it. He's like, "You yeah. want me to just fucking do it, just for time's sake?" I mean, yeah. fuck it. Like, I'll do it, and I'll do it right first time. <laughs> like, all right. So he just did it. And it was great. Nick Skadiner. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Skadiner. Skadiner. What is this happening? Is terrible. What is happening? What is it? Yeah, we better quit while but, uh, we're ahead yeah, on that one. Yeah, and then Screaming Bloody Mary was the other one, and I just wrote that song yeah, that about being... Another great th- that one's very, like, some 41 Chuck-esque. Yeah, which I would I would agree with listening that. Listening to, like, the stuff that we just that we just recorded, like, getting these mixes back from Nick is, like... Like yeah, some forty one is a huge influence on on us, and it's not even like really, like, conscious. Yeah. So so that song is because I I started writing in sort of a theme of like we're getting old, <laughs> and mm-hmm. that song is definitely the first, the first song f- that goes with that theme, and it's uh it's about drinking and how you the hangovers hit you harder, and sometimes it's better to just. Be like, you know what? I'm just not gonna drink tonight. It's a good idea. I got work in the morning. I don't it's know a if good I idea, should, man. So that's why the uh, the main hook is like, 
sometimes it's easier to say no thanks i'll do without Mm -hmm. of course the video was hilarious dude the (laughs) alex zarek did that one too. yes and that we had a whole thing in mind and then we ended up doing this throw we were gonna shoot this as like a just on our own with like our iphones or whatever and Mm -hmm. just make it like a like a promo video for for the the song coming Mm -hmm. out like to tease that the music video was coming out for it or whatever but then because it was just weird we were talking brainstorming ideas at a bar and then Ken's just like what if one of us dressed up like liver and one uh, the rest of us dressed up like alcohol and we just beat the shit out of the liver And we were a little cracking up laughing at that. We were like, Perfect. oh, that's hilarious. We're like, write that down. That's it funny. It doesn't get we more. We maybe do something like that. And then Alyssa made the costume. And then we're looked like, good. oh, shit. Looked really good. This might have to be our fucking, our fucking thing. That was very ended up being pop the thing. punk. Very <laughs> pop punk of you. And so then, so we put that song out and everything. And this EP, we kept writing as that theme of mm-hmm. being 30 years old. And yeah. Having life just kind of beating you down a bit, so yeah. that's that's what the EP is gonna be. That's the overlying theme, overlying, underlying, under underlying, underlying. Sure, I'm not I'm not a a words guy. I think it's underlying. Sure, or underlying. I'll take your word for it. I think so. But yeah, the, the whole theme of of that is of the EP is that. So okay, well, I can't wait to, to hear it. And all my all my peers. Uh, that are my age you you included you can listen yeah. to it and be like i relate to all of this yeah i'm sure so, i will i'm sure i will be able to hell yeah so. and for all you uh 19 year olds that <laughs> hear it um this is just this is what this is a come. warning heed my warning yes this is what's to come <laughs> so yes. yeah i guess to mm-hmm. wrap it up we'll wrap it up by playing jane but uh cool um yeah that's perfect ties back into snooze fest <laughs>
so yeah ties ties back in so yeah i'm really stoked for this it's uh this this weekend i'll reiterate all the info again tickets are at lh dash not dot st.com uh it's 10 bucks in advance if you buy them online it's 15 at the door but i'm pretty sure there's like a fee anyway so it's probably about 15 either way <laughs> probably um, yeah doors are four parker starts or whatever they ended up changing their name to if they announced that yet uh they started 4 30 with their acoustic uh little bedtime story set get my pillow and then uh then the magnifiers glory days late nights bad planning zombie school boy baggage and us and uh again it benefits the allison cares foundation uh, for more info on that you can go to allisoncares.org it's allison with one l and uh and thanks, uh, thanks again for you know letting me be a of part course. of it. I, I'm so. I'm just happy that you have been like doing this podcast because I know you, like besides your uh, your Green Day band uh, that you haven't really done much music wise. So I'm, I'm glad that you mm-hmm. were still like you know keeping up with this uh, this scene in some some way, shape, or form. So. Oh yeah, I can't it I I can't not not keep up with mm-hmm. it. I don't know if I said not too many times in there. You can, but you can take the boy out of the scene, but you can't take the scene out of the boy. That's right, man. It's, <laughs> it, it's just something I'm, I never want to leave. Yeah. You know, so. Exactly. And I know you're you're kind of taking a step back for a while. and. Yeah, I'm, uh, this is, this is the last, and you know, like I apologize that I haven't promoted it as much this year on my podcast as I did in, in the previous years, but. Um, it's okay, I'm only furious. But. <laughs> <laughs> but as yeah after um after snooze fest yeah i'm gonna be going the podcast is going on hiatus but um but i'm really grateful for the you know since starting in 2016 you know grateful for mm-hmm. you and and everyone else that's been such a big support of it yeah um, we, we've all been know. grateful of you because it's, it's awesome that's that's like yeah, you do it the same reason why I do this thing, and I do mine very sporadically. But it's like it's just another way to like connect with people. And there, there's, there's bands that I like. Maybe we played a show together, and then I have them on the show, and now I'm like, oh, now if I see them out, we're like friends. We're actually friends now. You yeah, know? that's that's kind of how it's been for pop punk and pizza, you know. And and mm-hmm. like you said, it it's since leaving the projection. And then doing this podcast, it's still given me a way to actually stay connected to that scene, even though I'm not playing, because the only band I play in is a tribute band, and that's a completely different scene. Like, I do not see the same people at those yeah. shows. Like, I'm seeing people that, you know, yeah. are, like, they've got a babysitter at home, so they can go see this tribute night at yeah. a bar, like, and they're in Dude, their forties. I 40s, remember the, you know? the one time I went to see you play, uh, with this, with this band, I'll give it a plug. It's St. Jimmy, right? That's mm-hmm. the name of the band. Yep. Um, I saw you guys a couple years ago at, at house of blues. Yeah. And I remember Thanks for coming. You out, guys the were the first, I mean, it was free. I had no, I had no <laughs> excuse. Uh, <laughs> no, it, it was great. It was, it was cool. Cause I hadn't seen you like up on stage, you know, with the exception of like being on stage with us. Yeah, you know, like right next to me in, in yep. a long time. So it was it was nice to see you up there and and uh, you know playing songs that I know. You know mm-hmm. these all these Green Day songs. I remember it was like you guys and like a Pearl Jam tribute and a Sublime tribute and a No Doubt tribute. Yeah, so it's just like a completely and it was fucking you know. packed in there. Yeah, and I was like Jesus, 
Why aren't our shows this bad? <laughs> like I Why said, these, it's like local band shows this right. Bad? But and but if you look into the crowd, and I'm not you know like saying this is a bad thing. It's just a completely different demo. Yeah, I, I mean, mean there I are, don't think I recognized anyone else there. I mean, there the, are besides some besides the people I was there with. Yeah, I mean, there are some people there that are our age or younger. Mm-hmm. You know, like I do see that, but like mostly, it's people that were like teenagers in the '90s. Yeah, you know. So, yeah, I actually remember I got in an Uber after that show. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I ended up, we walked down to the Rock and Roll McDonald's over there to get some food afterwards. <laughs> nice. And then uh, and then I took a, an Uber. I took an Uber pool just because it's cheaper, mm-hmm. and I was not in any rush or anything, whatever. So I was just like, I'll take an Uber pool. be a little cheaper. And uh, I, of course... They pick me up from McDonald's and then mm-hmm. they pick someone else up from the show from House of Blues. <laughs> and I was like, "Were you just at the Tribute Night show?" She's like, "Yeah." I was like, "Oh, so was I." My buddy was in the Green Day band. She's like, "Oh, no way! They were awesome." She was like, "Like forty, yeah, yeah, exactly. You know? Yep, that's usually what." And, and that's what typically... she. That's exactly what she was saying. Was like, mm-hmm. she's like, "Man, it was like taking me back to college," you know. And I was like, "Yeah, that's you know? typically." I feel like about the age range we see is is probably mm-hmm. people. And 40s. she was like super dressed up. Like oh, a yeah. lot of them were just dressed up. Really. It was the day yeah. for Christmas, I remember too. Yes. So it was like kind of a, an event. So mm-hmm. it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. It really is. I'm, I'm grateful that I still get to play in something. So. Well, hey, this has gone on probably way too long. So I should probably wrap it up. Um, well, thanks again, man. So, of I'm course, I'm, uh, I'm not going to record any like weird intros or anything like that for this. So I'm just going to close this out now. Um, my sponsor is dicksbymail.com. Um, for all your, all your dick needs, um, no, for real, it's a, it's like a one of those sites that sells a bunch of gag gifts and shit like that. You could send yeah. a, bag of, a bag of dicks to someone. That's awesome. Um, I believe it's SOL dicks is the so now code. they're bringing that that saying to life, yeah. like it's an actual thing. Yeah, I uh, I I remember uh, not not last Christmas, but the Christmas, so like probably Christmas of twenty. 17 i mm-hmm. i got that for ken a bag of dicks so i was like i just want to see if this promo code actually works and it did so i was like sick that's so awesome i don't even remember what it was it's a great it was sponsor. like i think it's like 20 percent off or something like that i don't know i don't think i've even seen any residuals from that or anything but whatever <laughs> fuck but it. use it but yeah use that get get the the dicks were delicious Mm. I had some. Yeah. Um, I haven't had a good. They're delicious gummies. They have this old, this other one that's like a giant, big chocolate veiny dick. Oh man, it's been um, a while since I had a good dick. Yeah, you and me both. I got. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to keep a straight face, but I just couldn't do it anymore. You can't. I so can't. yeah, SOL dicks is that promo code for that. Um, yeah, snooze fest is this upcoming weekend. Uh, make sure you hit the subscribe button on on this so yes please do download it right to your phone and all that shit um i never ask this but uh write a review i don't know if i even ever got a review but i should give you one I'll yeah have to do, do that. it um I'll write a review for and you and be honest if it's a one star i get it i i get it i'll give you i'm five. not gonna be a, i'm not gonna be happy but like get it hey, at least it's you got a rating you know <laughs> exactly at least, at least you got exactly got yeah, i'd one. rather have one shitty rating than no ratings at all uh, if one's better than none <laughs> that's a horrible way to look at that um <laughs> it's the glass so yeah. is half um, empty or S-O-L, half, half full sol podcast i believe is the instagram i don't know my own handles 
I don't have a Twitter. Um, find me on Facebook. You're on Facebook just, as just well. Just find yeah. it, yeah. Um, my Instagram is Naughty Jacuzzi. Uh, my Twitter, I believe, is Kevin Mandrew 182 I think. Sounds about right. Yeah, it sounds like it would be my Twitter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and, of course, uh, go to Instagram, at uh, GuardrailSucks. Yes. Uh, GuardrailSucks is also on Twitter. And then Facebook won't let you use sucks in your URL, so we're Guardrail Chicago for Facebook. Um, also, yeah, go follow uh, Pop Punk and Pizza. What, what are your tags for, for that? Because I know uh, you said you're still going to be like posting things on social I'll media. I'll still, yeah, the, the hiatus is, I don't know how long that'll go on. Um, and you can read the whole post about that if you want. Um, but the Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, it's all Pop Punk Pizza Pod. Mm-hmm. It's all the same tags. So cool. all three of those if you want to this up and yeah we're on all the major streaming platforms and stuff for podcasts so. right on yeah. are you on Spotify? yes I'm not yeah and at least I don't think I am um I don't think I've listened to it on Spotify I, I haven't looked though I do think so. that I've had people go like put your podcast on Spotify I'm like how about you just download it on your podcast app it's already on your phone I was going to say it's <laughs> already there you know even if they don't have an Apple phone I mean there's you know, Google Play exactly. and, and all those other ones, you know. So. All right. And, uh, and yeah, also check out, uh, I know the projections stuff. Is that on Spotify still? Mm-hmm. The projection, our uh, stuff is still on Spotify. <laughs> if you want to listen to uh, yep. the projection, which was uh, the band I was in for a really long time. Mm-hmm. So. And it's awesome. Thanks, man. And, uh, and also, if you're looking to hear some Green Day songs. Yeah, if you're in the Chicagoland area, you can <laughs> uh, check out St. Jimmy. We're actually playing January 24th. Sick. At Dirty Nellie's. Oh, sick. With uh, a Weezer tribute. So it, that ties in pretty right well. Right on. Yeah. That, you know, that both makes came sense. out the same. Their major uh, label debuts were the same year. All right, man. Um, I'm going to play a projection sh- song to close really? this out. So. Aw, you're too sweet. Hey. Well, thanks, man. It's your fault for writing good music. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Happy to have you here, man. Thank and, you. And uh, we'll see you at Snooze Fest. All right. And, uh, Right on. Cheers. Sounds good, man. Love you. Yep, you too. Of sleeping pills, another night of feeling ill. He's trying to forget, he's trying to forget you, he's trying to forget, he's trying to forget you, he's trying to forget, he's trying to forget you. Go ahead and cast 